0: And we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan and you're watching and or listening to ABL Alive. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internets, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere. And I don't know where to start. First of all, The Sound of Freedom. Have you guys seen the movie? have you heard about it it's causing quite a bit of controversy on the internet and i'm not sure why such a positive movie would be so controversial we'll talk about why that could be in just a little bit also britney spears what is going on britney spears (laughs) Like, like what's happening i mean i think we all know she has some issues but now she's allegedly getting slapped by security in vegas what's going on there we'll get into that in a minute also the White House cocaine conspiracy continues and they're trying to possibly throw Kamala Harris under the bus in some kind of way. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, I don't think I discussed on the last show, the bill de Blasio divorce separation, but staying together and possibly hiding the a billion dollars in cold hard cash and some corruption and whatnot going on. We'll talk about that in a minute as well. Also, Kiki Palmer, what's going on with her? She didn't make merchandise over her baby daddy calling her on social media, which is typical peak 2023. Also, Ben and Jerry's return stolen land back to the natives. You first, Ben and Jerry's. We'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. You guys are the best audience anywhere in the world. Thank y'all for being here. If you like what you are hearing so far, if you enjoy my content in general, please give this video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Also, this is a podcast you're listening to right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether it be Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple iTunes, etc. Link for that will be in the description or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live, and I should pop right on up. We got quite a bit to get through tonight. First of all, shout out to my sponsors, PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information anywhere on these interwebs. Their link shall be in the box, or just go straight to the website, PatriotPost.us. Also, go to my merch website, ablmerch.com. That is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H dot C-O-M. We got hats, t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website. Check it on out today and tell a friend to tell a friend, ablmerch.com. Also, go to my regular website, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter dot ncom If you go to the front page of the website, I have articles for each video that I produce. In each article, you're able to see uncut videos, full-length videos without without my commentary, news clips, whatever you want. Sources from left, right, center, uh, politically agnostic, whatever you want will be right there on the front page of the website, anthonyblogan.com. Once you go to the contact page, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact, you can find my email address, my snail mail address, meaning my UPS box. Also, you can find my other social media platforms, my Facebook, the Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff is right there on the contact page. And if you're ever wondering, if you're talking to me in the email about something, first of all, as I always say in every single live show, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I will never contact you through a YouTube comment, number one. I will never email you talking about, hey, contact me about this, that, and the third. Uh, 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 Bitcoin and all that other nonsense It's not me. Okay. And sometimes I still get emails from y'all. I say this, I say the same thing every show, but I still get emails. That's why I say it because let's not get scammed in 2023 or any other time in history. Ain't nobody got no time for that. You work hard for your money, don't get scammed out of it. If you're ever wondering if it's me you're talking to or not, just go to my website, AnthonyBlogan.com. Look right there on the contact page. If the method, of communication is not there, it's not me. Very simple. So we got a whole lot going on tonight. We got quite a few things to get through. We got quite a few videos and whatnot that we're gonna highlight. And I don't even know where to start. There's there's so much going on. We we got a whole lot happening. Thank y'all again for joining. Somebody says, get on with it. <laughs> I was like, last I checked, I didn't have any producers. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's like, all right, man, come on, chop chop, let's get to it. It's like, sir. I'm going to need you to go over there and just hold tight. But we got a whole lot going on. The Sound of Freedom is going to be a big one. There's some funny stuff going on right there. Um, And I have a few videos for you guys. Let me see if I can uh, show something for y'all right quick. Oh, man, I got got a lot of videos for y'all, actually. I, I got a whole lot of stuff going on here. Uh, where should I begin? I think I'm going to begin with um, a couple of videos that I saw that were pretty crazy. Yeah, definitely pretty, pretty crazy videos here. Okay, let's, let's start with actually, okay, you're going to play that one and then that one and then there's more and I have a video that's pretty controversial That started an argument on the Twitters. Shout out to you guys that were asking. It's like, hey man, are you going to play that video on um, social media? Yes, I am. I am going to play that video. But first, here is an interesting clip that you guys might want to check out. All right. Let's get a little bit of sound. That might help. Okie dokie. So we got sound on deck. Let's go ahead and do that way. Hold on one second. Let's go ahead and do that. Yeah, perfect. There we go. All right. So look at this guy right here. I'm not sure where he's at. I'm not sure if he's in Vegas. I'm not sure if he's in the U.S. or whatever. But do you see what I see? Jeffrey
1: Dahmer on the strip. (laughs) Wally. Oh, y'all better.
0: (coughs) Now, check it out. If I see this guy right here, if I see him in Vegas dancing, acting the fool, I'm like, yo, all right, man, I might have to go ahead and call the authorities, man, because this looks like Dahmer's doppelganger. I don't know if he's doing live action role playing, if he's doing some type of, uh, what, what they call that? What, what they call it when you dress up as somebody and you go to these conventions, cosplay. I don't know if that's cosplay or what's going on.
2: Jeffrey what? Dahmer.
0: Look, look at your man. <laughs> That is <laughs>
2: Look at that face. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, he's a real- oh,
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't want I don't want no parts of that. I don't want no parts of Jeffrey. Now, here was a robbery. This video right here. Here was a robbery in Atlanta. Have you guys seen this? Now, the guy ran in a nail shop trying to rob it, but I don't think the reaction he got was quite what he wanted.
3: Everybody get out! Get out of the money! It's got the pockets! Get out the money!
0: Get out! Where's the money? Give me the money! Where's the money? Everybody, give me everything! Where's the money? Um, sir? <laughs> sir, um, it's not really going where you thought it would, huh? had <laughs> to walk away. Wow. So, for you guys that can't see what happened, I think it's at a nail shop in Atlanta. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Atlanta. I, th- I think I saw it on ATL Uncensored, ATL Scooper, one of those. This guy tried to rob a nail shop. He comes in there with a bag, right? And he might have a gun in there, but he probably doesn't. It's probably just a bag, and he wants you to think he has a gun in there. So, he goes in the nail shop and he says, Everybody get on the ground, give me your money. And nobody does anything. The, the one person gets up and walks away, like leaves. But the rest of that, one more time for you guys. Matter of fact, I do sit right there. Atlanta, this is July 3rd, right right before Independence Day. So this was like this week.
3: Everybody get out! Give me all your money! It's got the boxes! Give me all your money! Get out. the money!
0: My man's still answering the phone and everything. It's like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on here, man. I'm just trying to, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to set the appointment for somebody trying to get their nails and their, their jail fill and, and their feet done. I don't know what's going on with you screaming and hollering at me. I don't need to be English. Like we Korean, what, what are you even talking about, sir? Give me the
3: money! Where's <laughs> the money? Everybody, give me
4: everything!
3: Where's the money?
0: You're not very convincing, sir. Look, I mean, he's just like, what? 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 I do now? I just, I'm just kind of, just like, yeah. Um. So, um. How, how about them Braves? <laughs> how, how, how about those Atlanta Hawks? How about that that, that Georgia football? Nobody. Okay. I, I'll see myself out. <laughs> I see myself out. So yeah, that that was a fail. That that was a big fail. Shout out to him for not being able to succeed that way. Um. I want to get to this video a little bit later with the sound of freedom, because that is kind of an important thing there. All right. Now, this person was cutting some grass with uh, no shoes or socks on. This is very dangerous, but I'm, I'm kind of with it. This is like extre- extreme grass cutting. Now, I don't know about y'all. I don't know about y'all, but I like watching grass cutting on YouTube. That's a guilty pleasure. Okay. that's That's definitely a big thing where they go to somebody's house and the grass is way overgrown and they say, Hey, you know what? I'll cut it for free. I'm going to do a good deed. Of course they're doing something good. They're cutting it for free, but they'll they'll make money on the YouTube videos. I'm going to be 95% of their ad revenue. Me watching it over and over. Yes, I do watch a half hour video of cutting grass. that's pretty rough right there I mean you cutting grass uphill with no shoes on or or socks that's wild I mean when I cut grass I don't even have shorts on I'm wearing like regular long pants jeans because I'm not trying to have when I do the weed and I ain't trying to have the rocks hit my bare skin to cut my shins open so yeah this right here is like extreme grass cutting But, hey, she, she did a good job with a, with a regular push mower, a regular gas push mower. She did a fantastic job. I would, I would have a suggestion, get you a regular weed eater so you don't got to do so much of that going up the hill type action going on, you know, and put on some regular pants and a pair of shoes. That, that might help you as well. That, that might certainly help you. Now, here is a video that, is very, very controversial. It could be some OF content, Janine, because I was kind of going there in my mind. I'm like, okay, where can I see more of this? I'm just saying, I like the grass cutting videos, but that might be a little bit different. I might not be able to find the rest of that video on the regular YouTubes, but I digress. Now, here is a very controversial video. This is um in Ohio. I forget the exact town in Ohio. But there's different, there's different stories behind this. Now, the first story is that an officer was called out because there was a dog bite. The second story is the officer just happened to be patrolling the area and he saw five loose dogs just out. And the third story is that he was called out there because of the loose dogs. Either way it goes, there's dogs out, they're loose. And when the officer pulled up, he's trying to get the family to restrain their dogs because they're loose. And I think I read the family said the dogs got loose because it was um, the 4th and they got startled. But from the body cam, it says July 2nd. So maybe it was people shooting off fireworks early and the dogs got spooked. I'm not sure how five dogs get loose because of fireworks, but whatever. So here is an issue. So there's no sound on this in the very beginning. It's just no sound in the actual video. So one of the dogs comes up to the officer, friendly, whatever. I think these are all um go in retrievers. I don't I don't know about adult breeds. Y'all probably know better than I do. I'm not a dog person. But the first dog comes up to my man and not aggressive or anything like that, the officer just you know points to go back often and the dog goes back. Now We got to kind of look a little bit in the background. It might be kind of hard to see, but do you see back here? It's really hard to see. There's like a little blurred out area. Then right next to the blurred out area to the left of the blurred out in in between the blurred out area and the vehicle, there is a person trying to restrain two dogs by the collar. Again, it's very hard to see, but it's there. Now as the one dog that comes up to the officer, as the one dog goes back toward the vehicle, One of the dogs that the person is trying to restrain in between the vehicle and the blurred out area charges because I think the person lost hold of the dogs. Again, the person was holding the dogs by the collar. All right. So you see the two dogs over there. The one dog over here goes back. And then here comes the other dog charging. Now, I'm not going to play. I'm not going to play the actual shooting, but. As a dog is charging toward the officer, the officer shoots, and then the dog eventually dies. And then the whole neighborhood comes out. Okay, everybody's mad because the dog got shot and eventually died.
5: <laughs> we're catching doing you. I want your
1: name, I want your badge, everything!
5: Palmer, oh God,
1: 101. All right. Why couldn't you let Everybody you. get back!
6: Everybody
7: get back. Get back. Everybody get back. Don't walk away. Get back. Get back. Get back. Everybody get back. Get
0: back. Now the whole neighborhood's out. Screaming on an officer. It's it's a whole big thing. It, it blew up all over the town. They have a petition trying to get him fired. They want him possibly brought up on charges, all kind of stuff, because the officer shot the dog and killed it. Now, what do you guys think? What should be the appropriate course of action? Because people say, oh, it's a go-in, they don't bite. Hey, look, I don't know your dog. Your dog doesn't know me. Your dog's charging at me. The first dog came up to him, it was all good. It was no problem. The dog was not aggressive and charging. The officer just said, you know, go back that way, and the dog left. Now, the person was trying to restrain the dogs by the collar, so obviously the person knows that that these dogs might be a little bit more aggressive. One of the dogs gets loose from the owner and goes straight toward the officer. Now, the officer is out there. He has a gun, so what do you do? Just wait to see if the dog's going to play with you? If the dog's going to just run up on you and lick you, if the dog's going to bite you, what should the dog do? People say that golden retrievers or whatever that dog was, they say they don't bite. They, they might bite. They have a very low chance of biting you, but they can bite you. Just because they don't typically bite doesn't mean they will bite. I mean, it doesn't mean that they won't bite because they don't normally bite. And you know, one thing I hear from um, all dogs bite exactly. Now, you know, one thing I hear from a lot of the dog people is that um, one thing from one thing from the dog people, especially like people that have pit bulls or whatever, they say, "Oh, it's not the it's not the dog; it's the owner." If a dog has bad owners, then the dog can attack you. The dog can be vicious. The dog may not be trained and it could be aggressive. That's what I hear. So is it about the owner or is it about the dog breed? If it's about the dog breed, then the whole argument about the owners has got to get thrown away. We got to throw it away. If it's about the, the, the dog breed, then let's just talk about that. But regardless of what, It doesn't matter what kind of dog you have. They all have the ability to bite you, and you may not know what's going on. I think in this situation here, it's the owner, regardless. It's the owner because, first of all, dogs are notoriously aggressive toward people in uniforms, Uh, UPS, FedEx. We see stories all the time of these people being bit by dogs, Every single day we hear about these incidents. I saw one story of a mail carrier. I forget what service he was with. He might have been uh, USPS or UPS. I don't know, but it was it was kind of a small dog that chased him and then bit him, bit his finger off, bit his finger off. Like the tip of his finger was bit off. It wasn't really a big dog or a really big bite, but it was nothing to bite his finger off. And that that happens all the time. I know. Um, a Friend of my, like my dad's, and at the time he was dating this lady that might have been her brother or something. But, um, nah, it was my dad's friend, and we were over at her house. One of my dad's ex girlfriends, we were over at her house. She had these real big dogs. I, I love the dogs personally, the dogs always running up on me, you know, real smiling and happy, nice dogs. But my man, our, our family friend who was a mail carrier, was not very, uh, he, he didn't like them because whenever he had a uniform on, he would tell us whenever I got that uniform on, they want to attack me. They want to chase me. They want to try to bite me. And if you have on a police uniform, it might be the same thing. So what do you do in that situation? What do you do? It's a, it's a question, but um, yeah, there's a whole big thing. People say that he shouldn't have shot, but what do you guys think? Um. Now, Hold on, Burko says, I do repo all the time. I never had to shoot a dog. I carry dog food in the truck. Hey, you know, but people are different. People are different. Carry doggy jerky on his belt. Doggy jerky. Anthony token Logan. Okay, you about to get blocked, sir. All right. But what do you do in that situation? And then also, um, if you have a bunch of loose dogs, and let's say there was the original story about a bite because the first story was that there was a bite, right? And they got called, The police got caught because of a bite. So if they got caught because of a bite, obviously the dogs can't bite because they were caught for a bite. If you got five loose dogs and the police are caught because of the loose dogs, obviously the dogs are a problem. My thing is the owners It's like, look, secure your pets. You shouldn't have five dogs just roaming around the neighborhood just doing whatever they want to do. Secure your dogs. Have a leash. You want to be outside walking your dogs, put them on the leash. You know, I was watching I think I might have covered the video on stream of um the 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 tip. Remember the guy that got the um the $5 tip for the pizza? And he was upset about it. The pizza was 20 bucks. He got tipped $5. He's mad about it, right? And when he goes to the door and the lady opens it, immediately a dog comes out. I'm like, okay, the dog appears to be harmless, but why is a dog on me? I don't know you, ma'am. I don't know your dog. Why is a dog on me? Secure the dog. What are we What are we doing? I don't really understand. You know? you know? So I don't care. And then also, I don't know about dogs. Like if I'm the officer... I might not be a a dog expert. I don't know what these breeds are. I don't know um, German Shepherd, Rottweiler, Pit Bull. I don't really know. I mean, I I don't. People could say, how could you not know? I don't. I don't have dogs. I don't own dogs. I don't know all this stuff. I don't know everything. All I know is that I see a sizable dog charging at me when the first dog did not. And I was called out here because of a dog bite. And then the dog's charging at me. So what do I do? The owner is over here in the background struggling to maintain control of the dogs. So if the owner can't control them and the dogs know him and the dogs don't know me and they're charging at me, what am I to do? I don't understand. It's weird. Exactly, Negan. The, the main thing here is control your pets. If you, can, if you control your pets, then it's fine. All right. Hold on. DeMarcus Hall says, I was a police officer for seven years. On a dog call, I had the pepper spray ready. It works wonders. Well, there you go. And I think different departments are probably trained differently. I'm not sure if this department in Ohio, this small town, I suppose, even has that kind of training. So if you don't have the tools or the training to deal with it, but you've got to deal with it, what do you do? But I think that if you have proper training, you can reduce the lethality of that situation. All right. So Oliver Torres says he needs to just follow the department policy on dogs. If policy, if policy states you can shoot a dog, then he should do that. I, I'm, I'm with you on that for sure. I'm with you. Now, as far as I know, I don't think he's been fired or at all disciplined. So I think it's okay. Did they hide, Did they f- give all the dog catchers? Now, I don't know where he is, though, Rudy. Rudy asked me, did they fire all the dog catchers? I don't know where this guy is because not every municipality has – easy access to these things, you know, because some places you got small towns, rural, not a lot of money. You don't have all these services that we take for granted in the bigger cities with more money. You know, you don't have dog catchers, animal control. You might not have that. You might have a County police officer that comes through every now and again, and all he has is a gun on the belt and that's it. So what do you do? All right. Fire the cop. That's what somebody says. Michael says, fire the cop. All right, I'm reading it. Let me see. But yeah, so, I mean, any dog can bite. You can have big dog, small dog, or whatever. The moral of this story, from my point of view, is just um, restrain your dogs, control your dogs, keep them on the leash. If you know they're going to be running up on people, they might be aggressive, that's your responsibility to take care of your pets It's nobody else's. Because when you leave it up to somebody else, because again the owners are right here. the owners are right there. So we're talking about a dog catcher. how about you catch your own dogs and restrain them so there will be so there's no need for a dog catcher or any other third party to intervene. You're right there and cannot control your own dogs. You see what I'm saying? So then when the dogs get loose and they want to attack people or run up on them to the point where I think you may attack and then the dog gets put down, it is what it is. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Somebody says slow-mo. Yes, slow-mo is on. I'm not sure if you're asking me to um, engage slow-mo or turn it off, but slow-mo is on. If you guys don't know, slow-mo means you can only post every 15 seconds, and that is to deter trolls from spamming the chat because they're going to post back to back to back to back. That's what that is. All right. Thank you. uh, Spitfire says I'm right on right on. Um, Moonshadow says you can have mace a club. That dog wasn't running aggressive. I don't know if your dog's aggressive or not because I've seen dogs run just like that, run up on you and bite you. I don't know your dog. I don't know your dog's temperament. I don't know what your dog's going to do. I don't know you or your dog. The owners again have the ultimate responsibility here because they know their dog and they know their dog's temperament. So if you can't control your animal, then you are the issue here. You're the problem for sure. But I know people love their dogs, like the human beings. I understand. I get it. But at a certain point, it's like, we got to have a little bit of responsibility. Just a, just a teeny bit of responsibility. I think that goes a very long way. Alrighty. That, that goes a very long way. I'm reading some of, them, I'm, reading some, I'm, reading some of I'm reading some of the comments here. And then I move to the next thing. Um, to the cop to say welcome I don't it could be the dog could have been going to say welcome or it could have been aggressive and also what I was reading is that um a lot of times dogs know if their owner is in um you know it might be kind of threatened or the owner might be scared so if the if the police show up and then the dogs are out and they're loose and the, the owner's a little bit got a higher heart rate and kind of nervous the dog made sense that. Then they see the guy in a uniform. Oh, let me attack him because that could be the source of my owner's stress. You see what I'm saying? So that's all that is. Yeah. Somebody says, how could anyone blame an animal for being an animal? I, I don't think you really can, which is why it's up to the owners to control their animals. You know, that's that's really it. Control your kids as well? Yeah. Yeah. If you're an adult in a situation, you have the responsibility to control what you have brought into the world, what your, your possessions, secure your weapons, secure your children, secure your animals, secure all your stuff. So people don't get hurt by it on the outside. All right. Let me see. DeMarcus all says in my department, we had to have animal encounters training, but smaller departments, I doubt have that training. Exactly. This is some kind of random small town in Ohio. They probably don't have all that training. So, you know, we're talking about major cities um, with a lot of money and resources. They have access to things that some of the small departments simply don't have. So it's just kind of rough. I mean, that's that's really what it is. Now, I'm going to kind of move forward here. That's going to be a hot topic to debate because I know people love their dogs. I'm talking about love them like (laughs) like more than life itself. I understand. I really do. All right. But here's something right here. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about the LGBT, just a teeny bit. One thing about LGBT is that a lot of the people that are in it are not even gay. They're not even gay. It's just people that want to do weird stuff. You know, if you want to sniff carpet, I'm talking about like real on the ground. I ain't going to say that. That's kind of a, I, I didn't hear that before I said it if you want to sniff hardwood floors in your in your, in your your house, if, if you want to go outside and sniff the concrete and the grass and the asphalt after it gets done paving, if you want to do that for a living, you call yourself LGBT so you can fit into a community. You know what? I'm LGBT and my pronouns are road sniffer. That's what I do for a living. No, I'm not gay. Yes, I'm heterosexual, but I like to sniff ground. So now I'm part of a community. And also I am part of, The civil rights movement, Uh, if you think that I'm weird for sniffing the road, that means you're a racist because black and brown folks paved the way for me to be here. They paved the way for me to sniff roads and be part of a community. That's what's going on right now in 2023. I see it all the time. They talk about, we got all these different letters and pronouns and all kinds of weird stuff. It's a catch-all term for people that just live ridiculous lifestyles. It That's, that's just what it is. Now, this particular person right here is going to prove my point, okay? This is a TED Talk, mind you. This is a TED Talk. This guy looks like he is a UFC wrestler. Not even a fighter, but a, a guy that will grapple you and will stomp you to death with his shins, okay? I'm, I'm talking about... Sweet chin music. All up in here would be gone from one kick from this particular person. He is built like Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, Ken Shanrock, um, <laughs> everybody. Okay. Every UFC fighter from the past 25 years. All right. Let's check it out. Hold on one second. Let's get a little bit of sound. And look at this right here. No shoes on his feet. No shoes on. Look, look at the arms. Look at the shoulders. Come on, man. Sir. What are we even doing here, sir? But let's hear his testimony. Let's hear the testimony. And yes, my, this hat right here is part of the merch. Could tell you. Hopefully I got your name right. If I didn't blame the white man, let's check it out. <laughs> yeah, Bass Rootin. Yeah, that's him right there, J-Pole. Good grief. That's who it looks like. If that's not him, I can't tell. Let's keep on going.
7: Um, I decided to, to start transitioning. Now, I, the world was a very, very different place back in 2000. Wherever I went, I would get abuse on the streets. Now I just get on Twitter. Um, That's that's technology for you. Um. Why is he not wearing shoes? I feel like he's about to just, I feel like
0: under the dress is a UFC outfit. The little trunks or whatever, he can just get into the octagon. He's on, he's standing on some carpet right now in this TED talk room. All you gotta do is just put a cage down on top of that Get an audience member, and they got a UFC fight right there.
7: But I even got abused in my doctor's waiting room. My doctor's response was, well, you chose to do this, so you're going to have to get used to it, which, first of all, shows he knows nothing about being trans because you certainly don't choose it. And secondly, that he had no empathy as a human being. And then my partner got pregnant. And the plan was that our child would have two mothers from the day they were born, which, back in 2000, was unheard of.
0: Especially, So this person... Claims to be, um, claims to have been transgender back in 2000, but yet he had a wife and they had a baby. <laughs> uh, so I was like, okay, what are, what, what are you doing? You had a regular heterosexual relationship and had a baby with a woman. Why well, we gotta put
7: extra stuff on it? Especially if one of them was trans. And on the day my son was born, he had a massive seizure. And as a result of this seizure, we nearly lost him, and he ended up disabled. And I remember holding this tiny little baby in my hands and thinking, his life's already going to be difficult enough as it is. I can't put this child through the abuse that I am getting every single day. So I took Sophie, and I murdered her, and I buried her for 15 years.
0: So basically, he says, you know what? He, he was transgender before the baby was born, but yet he still was, you know, heterosexual. You know, he had, a, had a, a, a woman that he was with. I don't know if that was his wife or whatever, but him and his wife or his, his girlfriend had a baby. And then he said, you know what? Okay, my child's disabled, so I'm not going to put the extra stress of being transgender. So I put the alternative lifestyle I had to the back burner. <laughs> That's like, okay. So you had a baby, and we're just a regular dad. Why not just do that? Why go through all this extra stuff? You know, work through whatever demons you got going on. Okay, this wig from Party City is not very convincing. You have well, no shoes, no socks. You look like you're about to go fight an octagon right now. I, I just don't understand. This is what I'm talking about. People, people, they're not even gay. They're not even gay. They just want to live different lifestyles and do different things. That is all. That is it. Because I was watching, what's the name? Shout out to Brandon Strock. I was watching um, a video he put out recently and he said that he went to a pride march. And when he was there, he was running into into a lot of guys that weren't even gay. He was like, most people were there, weren't even gay. (laughs) So it was like, you're taking the LGBT you're taking the LGB movement and making it just be about a bunch of weirdos together. And that's what it has become. So it is what it is. So shout out to everybody that um just had some kind of random weird lifestyle to live. And they use the whole LGBT umbrella to protect themselves from any kind of criticism, because that is exactly what is happening. That is exactly what's happening. Now, speaking about people that have some issues mentally, perhaps, um, Britney Spears, have you guys seen that? Have you guys seen Britney Spears and what's going on? Now, this is completely weird. Completely weird. So, Britney Spears is 41 years old. Oh, and shout out to all the Britney Spears stands out there. Oh, my goodness. Hey, so, <laughs> um, I was talking about Britney Spears because you know, you know, the whole story, right? She says that she got slapped by a 19-year-old NBA basketball player security team, Victor Wimbenyama. Now, what she did was try to touch him in Vegas to get his attention to get a picture. The security slaps her hand away. She says the security slapped her in the face. The police in Vegas say that the security slapped her hand away and the force of the hand being slapped away caused her hand To hit her in the face, but he didn't just backhand her in the face. He was just trying to not have her touch him, which is his job as security. If you just allow anybody to come up on him and touch him, you've not done your job as security. It's, It's just that simple. But I was asking the question, hey, why was she trying to grab on this 19 year old in Vegas? And does she even know who he is? How does Britney Spears even know who this guy is? I mean, aside from the obvious, this guy's seven foot five. He is seven foot five inches tall. And he's like 100 pounds. String bean. You can't miss him, right? So she probably knows that he's somebody. He's seven foot tall, seven foot five, and surrounded by security. Obviously somebody. But does, does she know him for real? I don't think so. Maybe she does, but I doubt it. Anyway, I was asking the question. I got all type of How dare you? Britney Spears is an icon. Uh, You're a clown. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. I'm just asking the question. I mean, good grief. I know she was hot back in like 1998 when I was 14 years old in high school. I get it. I understand. But I don't think Wimby, who is 19, this guy was born in 2004, way after Britney Spears' heyday. I don't think he knows who she is. And not only was he born in 2004, He grew up in France. He's French. His English is starting to develop a little bit. He's not even an American. He grew up in Europe. And he's 19 years old right now. How would he know who she is? But anyway, yeah, he plays basketball. Somebody asked me that. He just got um, into the NBA just now. He was just recently drafted to the San Antonio Spurs. He's not played in a regular season NBA basketball game yet. He just got drafted. This year, two thousand and twenty-three. So he'll play, in when the season starts, like in October, November, in a regular NBA season game. But obviously, seven foot five, you're not going to be able to miss him. Now let's get to the video of what happened here. Um, I think Britney Spears just thought that she could just run up on him, and it it, it wasn't quite that way. It, it wasn't quite that way. Let me see if I can find the actual TMZ video. And if you like what you heard, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Let's see. Let's go, Britney Spears. All right. All right. Okay. Can we get it right here? There we go. Now, here's something else about Britney Spears. For some reason, she was using the British accent. Sir, sir, excuse me, sir. Can I please get a picture with you, sir? It's like Britney Spears. You're from Mississippi. You are from Mississippi, USA. Why do you have a British accent all of a sudden? What's going on with that? Again, we're dealing with some mental issues. Mental issues. Big time. So you see how big he is, right? You see how tall he is? You, you can't miss him. And she's all of five foot two, five foot three. She's not a tall person, but he is gigantic. So you can see her with the with the white boots and the, the blonde top and all that. And then that there's a little slap. Did you see it? Okay, let's run it back one more time. All right, hold on. I'm trying to pause it. You see right there? Right there in the center, there's her blonde hair. And right above her hair is her hand, if you can see it. See where my mouse is? There's a hand right there. Her security, his security, not her security, his security is right behind him, and his arm goes up to block her hand. And that motion causes her hand to, like the recoil of that causes her hand to hit her in the face. But that's not his hand hitting her in the face. You see, that's how it went. Oh. At Britney Spears, you can't do it. Now, the basketball player Wimby, my man right here, the seven foot five guy, he says he was told to just walk forward and not stop because if he stops, there's going to be a crowd that forms. Now we got a problem. We can't get through Vegas. We gotta gonna take too much time. We gotta take pictures and autographs, and it might be a little dangerous. Just walk forward, and our job is to get you through the to through Vegas. So I'm not sure what she was doing, trying to run up on him. You know, okay, you're Britney Spears. Why don't you just try to set up a meeting, talk to Adam Silver, NBA commissioner, do something like that. That right there just seems very strange. You know, do you think that uh, a Beyonce would just run up on this guy? Tell him some, sir, sir. I don't think so. I don't think so. This was really strange. so now there's some commotion going on i think there might be some more british accent action happening in the moment so there she is trying to get something together her, her glasses got knocked off her face and she's married too i didn't know that she's married to a guy by the name of sam ashgari and they both put out statements. I think what's happening here is is they're trying to angle for a lawsuit. So um, Wimby, the basketball player, said that he didn't know what was happening. He was just walking forward, and she tried to grab him from behind. All this and that. He shouldn't be saying a word because they want to get a lawsuit. Oh, yeah, that's the American way. I'm not sure what kind of money Britney Spears has at this particular point. I mean, she was a mega star at one point in time but I'm not sure what she's doing right now financially. I have no idea. It's America for you! Oh, that was her talking. Did you hear that? That was Britney Spears. That's America for you! <laughs> it's like, why are you screaming in a British accent in Vegas? Why? Obviously, something's not all the way right. The elevator's not going all the way to the top floor. You are a few trees short of a forest, a few fries short of a full happy meal. Okay, it, you're not all there. the The gears ain't all the way um, turning. Okay, your your tranny is not all the way shifting. So there's a little slow-mo right there. She's trying to like, hey, 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 excuse me, sir. And then he's just swatting her hand away. That was it. That was the whole thing. But again, he shouldn't be saying a thing. Sir, you don't say a word. Like, whatever they got going on the security, let them handle it. Have a legal team, get a lawyer. But he's 19 years old and not even American. He's from France. He might not understand exactly how this whole thing works over here in the U.S. Okay, his dad is from Congo. His mom is, I think, white French. He may not even understand how the whole thing works over here. How people will try to set you up to get a lawsuit. They they smell that money from a mile away. They know you just got, um, you know, drafted to the NBA. Know you got a big contract coming up, and everybody wants a piece. It could be random people. It could be best friends. It could be family, random celebrities, uh, washed up 90s R&B singers. It could be anybody to come at you to try and get a piece of your money. So you don't say a word, any kind of criminal action, any kind of lawsuit. Let lawyers handle it. You don't say anything because they're going to take what you say and play it in court. And you're going to be in court in depositions. Anybody got time for that? Your job is to go out there and play basketball. That's it. That's all. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Um, Kevin Federline child support. I'm not really sure. Probably, <laughs> probably so. I, I couldn't really call it. I I could not call it. Now, nah, but somebody says the British accent might not really be there. Um, it, it might not be, but I think that's her attempt at making the British accent. I'll tell you what if the, if the accent is not British, I'll tell you what it's not. Also, if the accent is not British, it's also not Mississippian. Okay. I've never heard anybody from Mississippi talking about a, so, so I have never heard that in Macomb or, uh, what else? What's another place? Mississippi, uh, uh, uh Gulfport. I've never heard any other in, in Memphis area, uh, Whitehaven. I've never heard anything like that in Mississippi, that kind of accent, but, I digress. All right. Now, we got a few more things going on here. And shout out to Brittany and Wimby. Uh, Wimby Yama. And speaking about Wimby, the basketball player, he didn't do very well on his um, debut at Summer League. This is not regular season. It's just a little preseason practice, scrimmage. He didn't do very well. Laying up bricks, kind of getting bullied, a little bit light in the loafers. My man seven foot five, but might weigh all of 125 pounds. I'm being serious. Like, how much does he weigh anyway? Hold on, Victor Wimbenyama. Weight 200 pounds, yeah. But he's, he's seven foot five, seven foot five, weighing 209 pounds. That's not gonna get it done. I'm about six three, weighing 225 right now. I'm kind of big a little bit, but you are a foot and change taller than me, a foot and change, and you weigh less than me, that ain't going to get it done, man. You, you're olive oil out there on a basketball court. 200, 209 I don't think so. He's probably about 180 pounds. Way too light in the loafers. All right. But we got a whole lot more going on here. A lot more to get through. Um, Let's talk about Bill de Blasio, shall we? I did not touch on that last live stream. But Bill de Blasio and his wife are getting a divorce, but they're not going to get a divorce. So here's what's happening. Let's get a little bit of a a picture of Bill de Blasio. And the reason why I'm talking about their divorce is because of some political stuff that's attached to it. Okay, that's why I'm not really trying to get into no, you know, petty drama or nothing like that. But there's a reason. Let me go ahead and uh, get rocking and rolling here. Hold on. Bill de Blasio, let's go New York Times. There we go. Okie dokie. So Bill de Blasio and his wife are getting a divorce, but they're not getting a divorce. Again, separated, but they're going to stay married. So they've been together 30 years. Um, They got kids and everything. I think they got grown kids. That's him and his wife, Shirlane McCrae. Now, here's a fun fact about Miss McCrae. Shirlane McRae was was a lesbian before they got together. Now, I don't know how you go from being a bulldagger to a regular normie wife, but I'm not hating, I'm not judging. So when they say, okay, we're going to get a separation and see other people, does that mean that they're going to go down the LGBTQ route? I wouldn't doubt it. With the way things are happening right now, they may say, okay, we're going to go different directions. He may see a man, she may see woman, who knows? But they are getting separated, but they're going to stay in the same house and they're not actually getting a legal divorce. Now, why are they not getting a legal divorce? Why? You know what? I think I think it's because of that one billion with a B one billion dollars that she, quote unquote, lost. Hold on. Matter of fact, let me come back here because I got to pull up the article, too. That is a bigger thing. Because when you go through a divorce process, there could be some discovery going on. And if that happens, then they may find some things that they might not want to find. They, they may find some dark money. They, they may find that billion dollars. All right? And that could be a problem. Let me find that very quick. Um, Revive NYC. Money. I got to find that right quick, but there was mental health program. I think it was called revive NYC and there was $1 billion allocated toward it. And then when it came time to, you know, show where the money went and how the money was spent, they couldn't show it. And she was in charge of the program. So hold on, check it out. Watch this of $1 billion missing from New York city mental health program. Some went to unused diversion centers. Okay, so check it out. To no avail, government watchdogs, politicians, and the media have long asked for accountability in spending from the $1 billion budget of New York City First Lady Shalane McRae's Thrive NYC, the program that was supposed to combat mental illness for New Yorkers. So, yeah, th- thank you for that. Thrive NYC. I know what I said before. So, Thrive NYC was supposed to be for mental health. Now, remember remember the man that got um deleted on the subway? Or I ain't going to say that. Remember the guy that died on the subway after the rear restraint? What's his name? Jordan Neely? Now, what, what was his issue? What was his big issue? Mental health. What did they say? Oh, he's a top 50 of homeless people in New York City who need mental health the most. So, if this program that got $1 billion were to be used properly, maybe they couldn't help him. After all, he was, he was in the top 50 of guys who needed help. So they want to blame uh, Daniel Penny for what happened to their man, although it was not his fault. He was trying to restrain him so he wouldn't hurt himself or other people. They want to blame Daniel Penny and lock him up. But what about the um, former mayor's wife who had, $1 billion and probably took it and spent it, put it into her own property, put it into her own pocket and did not spend it where it could have been useful. Why not blame her for that? Huh? Okay. We have taxpayer money set aside for this thing. And when they're asked, Hey, where did that money go? I don't know. We lost $1 billion. See, is it I'm talking about? So yeah, they want to keep their marriage together, why would they want to separate? Because if they separate now, we got to get into some discovery and that's not going to be a good thing. So let's just stay together. OK, we're not getting divorced. We're going to stay in the same house. We're going to just see other people. So if New York Post, New York Times, um, et cetera, if they see Charlene out with some big bull at a restaurant in Times Square, mind your business. Right. That is a message. That is the message. Okay, now, if you're in New York City, how you feel about that? How do you feel knowing that these two got rich off of your taxpayer money, off of a off of graft, basically? They took money from people that actually needed it, from the taxpayers, and put it into their own pocket. This is what they all do. Not all, but a lot of the politicians that get corrupt, they do this kind of stuff. They take money from people that need it, they take money illegitimately. They take money, put it into their own pocket. We saw what Black Lives Matter, right? Oh, we're for the black community, blackity, black, black, and of that? And the third. But then what do they do? As soon as they get some money, we're going up in the hills with the white man. We're going up in the hills with the white man. And the money you gave us, we're going to take eight, nine billion of it. And we're going to buy real estate. And then after we get discovered for spending that much money on real estate, guess what? <laughs> guess guess what happens? Hold on, let me let me find that right here. Um, <laughs> this is this is the funny part. This this is the most hilarious part. All right, they
8: <laughs>
0: wait a minute. I gotta I gotta show it in, in in real time here. I gotta show it in real time. So they spent about eight nine million dollars on real estate and then when they get found out for doing it what happens oh you know what we had a deficit of nine million (laughs) dollars hey we lost nine million dollars in 2022 so now we're going bankrupt oh okay so you just so happen to have a nine million dollar deficit in 2022 and you spent that same amount of money on real estate in that same year Okay, you bought a house that's worth six million. Another one worth one million. You did all type of stuff. All this money right here went to their personal pocket. So basically, what they did was steal the money and then go bankrupt so they can buck on the creditors and close the business and cash out. And they got real estate free and clear. Ain't nothing but a scam. Ain't nothing but it's that that is textbook fraud, textbook fraud, and it's totally fine. And the same thing happened in the mayor's office in New York City. That's why i are not getting divorced, because you're going to have, to have a lot of discovery, a lot of revelations going to come out, and then they, and then you're going to see the fraud. Then you're going to see the graft and the grift and whatnot. But then, what do they say? You know, the real threat is the MAGA Republicans, the mega MAGA Republicans. That's the real threat. The threat is climate change. The threat is, uh, what they say? The pizza ovens. The pizza ovens in New York City, that's, that's going to be the big thing, okay? We ain't worried about the the, the corruption, stealing the billion dollars, putting it on your own personal pocket. We're not worried about that. We're, we're not worried about the outright corruption, the graft. We're not worried about the crack smoke, the trash on the ground everywhere. We're not worried about that. We're worried about pizza ovens. We're worried about LGBT distractions, ridiculous things that do not matter because the bigger things are happening over here, Wow, we put that in front of your face. We 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 disguise ourselves with the LGBT. Put that in front, equality. Put that in front, and behind that, we're gonna steal, steal, loot from the treasury. And before you know it, when, when you realize money's all gone, we're already, we, we've already pretty much enriched ourselves, and you can't do a thing about it. Yeah, pistol braces, farting cows, all that. Good stuff. Yeah cows farting the dumbest thing in the world are we gonna stop cows from farting is that what we're gonna do ridiculous totally ridiculous all right but if you like what you're hearing so far please give the video a thumbs up like the video share the video do all that good stuff exactly Miranda Panda says orange man bad block the sun exactly blocking the sun all that kind of stuff over there it's a whole big mess It is a a whole big, crazy mess. So, yeah, that's what's happening. Now, I'm going to speak briefly about Kiki Palmer. Can I do that, please? I want to. It may not be for everybody I talk about. I got to talk about it, though. So, Kiki Palmer, an actress, she um, went to the Usher concert with the revealing outfit on. Her baby daddy got upset and went to Twitter to talk about it. There's a debate. There's a big debate on black Twitter. I guess you would say. Was she right? Was she wrong? To so where was she wore? It doesn't really matter what she had on. What matters is if her boyfriend was on the same page with her. If he's not on the same page, he must speak to her directly about it. It's like, you know what? It's not even about Kiki Palmer. This is, this is an Uncle ABL moment. Uncle ABL moment right here. Listen. If you are with somebody, you are boyfriend, girlfriend, y'all are friends, y'all are married, whatever it is, because I I done done it all. I'd have been the husband. I'd have been the boyfriend. I'd have been the homie. I'd have been the family member, everything. If I have a problem with you, I'm going to call you and talk to you about it directly. I would never put out my personal issue with a family member or a friend a loved one, significant other, on social media. Don't do that. I see it all the time. They always put things out on social media. I don't like this. I don't like that. You have the right to feel that way, but do not put it on social media. Talk to that person directly. You see, what he did was he saw his baby mama, girlfriend, whatever, at the at the concert with Usher, wearing a revealing outfit, He didn't like it. He retweets it and complains about it right there. It's the outfit though. You're a mom. This goes viral. It goes so viral. He deletes his account for a minute on Twitter. Now what happened? All of their pictures on Instagram have been deleted and they do not follow each other anymore. They broken up over a Twitter post. But you know why he did that? You know why he did that? It's because he felt like he did not have any power in the relationship. If you guys understand what I'm talking about, Kiki Palmer is an actress. She's been around for a long time. She was in a movie called Aquila in the Bee. Remember that? With spelling Bee? When she was like a, a little kid. She's now 29 years old, an adult, 30 in August. And she's been doing quite a bit of acting. She was in Jordan Peele's Nope recently. Uh, She's been on television doing some hosts on Michael Strahan. She's been doing a lot. She is a pretty established person in Hollywood, Kiki Palmer. Um, Now, her boyfriend, baby daddy or whatever, is not a famous person. I don't know what he does for a living, but I'm pretty sure that this guy named Darius Jackson does not have as much money as she does. That's my thing. So when he sees the video of her at the concert with Usher, he gets upset and he decides to go to Twitter to air out his grievance. But what he should have done was to call her directly or if they live together, wait till she gets home and talk to her directly. I would never, ever, ever put out my personal issues with somebody on the internet, ever, 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 ever. Now, if somebody puts me out there, and they, you know, I, I've had people that were my so-called friends post my text messages. I would never do that. I would never, ever do that. So here's the video in question. I'm not going to play the whole thing because we got copyright, music, all of that good stuff. And then it gets inappropriate. So that's them right there dancing. That's her, Kiki Palmer. Uh, She has on this one-piece type black outfit. And in the back of the outfit, her butt is out completely. But she has on this sheer covering to cover herself up, but you can still completely see through it. Now, some are asking, hey, you know what? Some are saying this is inappropriate for her to wear. I mean, that's that's up to her and him, really, because a lot of these celebrities wear stuff like that. So, if he likes it, I love it. I'm not really going to try to get in the way of that. But he can't really tell her to not wear it because he has no leverage. What are you going to do? Tell her, Hey, where would I, where, where would I tell you to wear? He can't really tell her that he can ask her, but he can't make demands. So hold on. So Usher, R and B singer, of course, world famous, been around for a long time. Um, they, they probably already know each other from the entertainment industry. He was a child star age 14. So was she, they probably already know each other, got a rapport. So this right here, this little serenade, this is really innocent. In my opinion, this is very innocent. Okay, it's it's kind of like almost like church hug a little bit. I don't really see a lot there. If I was um her boyfriend, I would not be insecure in this in this in this moment. Not not for this right here. I I don't nah. But then again, now right here is when it gets weird because she turns around and then you see her whole butt out. I'm not going to play that part because we got little kids watching, but he's like the outfit was too much, but he, he don't really care about that. He don't really care about that because he posted a video of her twerking in a cat suit and he, he put it on his own social media saying my son changed Kiki's body because she had a baby recently and she gained some weight. She's normally very, very, very slim. She had a baby probably put on about 20, 30 pounds, maybe. You know, so he likes it and he filmed her twerking and put it on social media. But now she's wearing that. It's a problem. What happened was he felt emasculated. He felt powerless and wanted to just say something to gain some power back. But he has no power because she's a star. She's the money maker, She's a breadwinner. He has no leverage. They're not married. All they, all they got is a child together. But he won't get anything. He won't get any kind of spousal support. He won't get any of her money. He won't get child support. She'll take the baby and leave him. And that's just what's going to happen. And that's what did happen. Anybody could have seen it coming. Anybody could have seen it coming. People say that she was dressed inappropriately and disrespectfully, but she always dresses like that. She dressed like that from the time they met. It's not anything new. If somebody, and again, this is just me talking about just me being Uncle ABL right now, I didn't got called unk enough because I got great hair in my beard. You know, oh, you're unk. I'm going to just embrace it. If you meet somebody and they behave a certain way, they do a certain thing, you can't expect them to change and be somebody else. You can't. What are you going to do? You can ask. But if they don't do it, what are you going to do? All you can do is just leave. And that's what happened. All right. That is what happened. She's back to the street, but she got money. So she feel like she's not really any kind of problem. All right. That's just what it is. But yeah, he was so weak for that to try and go on Twitter and attack her. That that was so weak. So corny. That was just him and his feelings. I would never do that. I got a problem with you. I'm going to talk to you directly. You my significant other, baby mama, wife, whatever. You got a phone. I'm going to talk to you. We stay together. I'm going to talk to you right there in the bed. And we're going to get to the bottom of it. And if we can't, then we fall separate ways. He was trying to get support from social media because he knew if he would ask her directly, she would say, I ain't changing nothing. Who are you, sir? I'm Kiki. I'm going to do what I want to do. And that's exactly what happened. All right. Now, speaking about um, men and women relationships and whatnot, Jonah Hill. So Jonah Hill, you guys know what that is? This is kind of an older picture of Johnny Hill. He's lost a lot of weight since this picture right here. Now, he had a girlfriend. Her name is Sarah Brady, okay? And they were together probably about a year or two ago. Now, she posted texts from him back in 2021, from 2021, which posted them recently because he moved on from her and got a new baby, mama, wife, or whatever. Now, what he did was the correct thing, and I'm I'm showing this to show what you should do. Now, what he did his his mistake here was leaving the text message because now she didn't saved it and she's bringing it back up. So he had a simple request because he was th- he was seeing things he didn't like on social media, and he just asked her directly to change certain things. That's how you do it right there. Check it out. He says, plain and simple, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in unstable places and from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or a coffee or something respectful, I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership, my boundaries with you based on the ways these accidents have hurt our trust. You do it like that. Privately, no social media, behind closed doors, you express your grievance. Here's my issue. If you're cool with it, then I'm cool with it. If you're not, then that's fine too. All right. It was very reasonable. Thank you. No fun. No hope. It was very reasonable, but she posted it because he got a new woman. Now they got a baby and she's mad. You see what I'm saying? But in this case, she's wrong because she's going and doing the same thing. Kiki Palmer's boyfriend did going to the internet to get people on her side, trying to get people on this, on her side to say that he's toxic and abusive, all that kind of stuff. Look, social media is a gift and the curse, right? You know, I've done, quite a bit, I've done quite a bit on social media. I made a lot of good friends, traveled a lot around the world. I've done a lot of social media. But it can also be very bad because it gets abused. It gets misused. People try to use it as a weapon against people. They, they try to turn people against people without all the information. It's ridiculous. What he asked was very reasonable. He has the right to ask it. He has the right, and she has the right to say no or yes. You communicate. I say something that is bothering me. If you want to change and do something else, you can. If you don't, you don't, and it's just how it goes. What you don't do is involve third parties, social media, other people. Y'all two adults, y'all talk about it. If you need a therapist, go talk to a therapist and be a, a mediating party. But don't bring it to some kind of outside force where it could be people that are biased and everything else, all right? Yeah, so that's kind of what that is. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously, all right? Yeah, but family, business, all that kind of stuff like that, nah, I would never, I would never, And it's to the point where sometimes, you know, I tell stories on here, right? You know, I tell personal stories sometimes about my family life and history and things of that nature. I got permission to tell those stories. Now, I sometimes can't tell everything. I I don't got permission. So I can't tell that one. I don't got permission for that one. You know, um, I tell a lot about dad because he told me to tell it. He was like, hey, when you're on YouTube, tell the story about this, talk about that. He told me to say it, so I got permission. But some things I can't talk about because I don't have permission. I'm not going to just air out my personal business because it involves other people. If it's just me, I'll talk about it. But others, I, I leave them out of it. I leave them alone. So, yeah, shout out to um Jonah Hill. Adam 22. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know if I'm talk about that one. That's, that's a little bit too much. That, that, that's a little bit too much. Adam 22, I ain't going to go there. That That's a little bit excessive. But Adam 22, it's a lot of guys like that um, that don't have respect for themselves. That's all I'm going to say about Adam 22. I'll leave it right there because we got little kids watching. I ain't trying to get into Now, we're going way too deep. That might be for a different channel. I can go much deeper into that topic, but I don't want to do that right now. So if you like what you're hearing so far, Please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Um, I'll say this about Adam 22. I think Adam 22 is the kind of guy that'll hang out with Hunter Biden. I think him and Hunter would be best of friends. They'd be best of friends. Two degenerate, white guys would get along like Peaches and um, Nerve, Collard Green and uh, 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 Pig Feet. They would get along perfect. Not to be racist, I'm just saying they are just they're just degenerate guys. Okay, it could be Adam twenty two, Hunter Biden, and I don't know who else to be in the mix. You know the 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 Booty Warrior from prison. They all get along together because they all degenerate people. Uh, fleece Johnson, fleece Johnson, Hunter Biden, Adam twenty two. They all be best of friends. All right, but anyway, I'll move on. <laughs> I shall move right along into the whole White House cocaine drama now why are they not saying who the cocaine why can't they say that cocaine does not belong to Hunter or Joe why can't they say that why is that so hard to admit like what what is the deal with that and then they tried to throw Kamala under the bus Kamala Harris under the bus it's like why are you trying to throw her under the bus what did she do and they, you know, they, they say little stuff. They'll, they'll say certain things like, oh, well, they find it over here. And that's where the vice president parks a vehicle, all kind of stuff. They can say, well, we didn't really say that um, the cocaine belonged to Kamala Harris, but they did kind of put it out there. They're talking about it could be it it, it could be over there by where the White House, uh, by, by where the vice president parks a vehicle you put in a nugget in somebody's mind that it could be hers. It could be hers, but obviously we know who the cocaine belonged to. And they got all kinds of lies going on. First, they were saying that it was found the cocaine that is in the white house. They said it was found in the library. Then they said it was found in the tourist area of the West wing. Then they said it was found in the West wing basement, which is not a tourist area. They found it by the Navy mess hall and secret service and all kind of stuff that is not where tourists go at all. Somebody had the cocaine that is a high- level person or Hunter Biden that's pretty much you had it and just put two and two together if you are trying to figure out who done it right you're trying to figure out who done it where do you start? okay. Who was at the White House on that particular day on that Friday? Or who was in the White House at a certain period of time to where the cocaine could have been left? You see what I'm saying? Like, was there a sweep done every day? Was it done every two or three days? Was it missed the on that Friday and Saturday? Then if I don't know on Sunday, like so first of all, who was there? When the cocaine could have been left. Second, who has a history of drug addiction, namely crack smoking. And and third, who can who has the ability to access that area and get drugs in the White House? If I was a police officer and I'm trying to figure out who done it, I'm going to think about Hunter Biden. That is the obvious first choice. It's obvious. He has he has the ability to get anywhere in the White House unfettered as a president's son. Okay. You can go wherever you want to go. Now, maybe you shouldn't be able to because of the cocaine addiction. Okay. Um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm not trying to have some cocaine all in my crib, just prancing around, acting the fool. That's not what I want. Right. Like, that's like Gator from, um, what was that? Uh, do the right thing. Uh, I don't want him all in my house acting the fool. Cause you know, dad got to come back to the crib and go in and lay him down. But different story. I digress. Oh, not not um Jungle Fever. That's what I'm talking about. Not, not do the right thing. Okay, you ain't trying to have Samuel L. Jackson, my my blood brother, all up in the crib acting the fool, right?
4: It's all
1: this shit. Where's the money? Why you tripping like this? Uh-huh. Why don't you just give me the money? I told you, honey, you won't find no money in that pocketbook.
0: I- so we're not trying to have crackheads all in the house because you're not trying to have Gator. You know, looking for money, and then the dad got to come back to the crib, right? And then <laughs> you got you got to pull that thing and take care of business, right? Busy.
4: Mama, check out this new step. I made this one up just for you. I paid a lot of money for these, honey. Take them. Take them.
0: So you don't want that to be going on in the White House. So maybe he should get restricted. But anyway, I digress. The point is, we all know. The probable culprit here, that's going to be Hunter. They're trying to say that, oh, it wasn't really him, and it could have been Kamala Harris, all kind of dumb stuff. Let me see if I can find the clip I'm looking for right quick. Then we're going to keep on rocking and rolling. All right. (laughs) Yeah, that was a crazy movie, Uh, Jungle Fever. You know, old Spike Lee movies were, he, he was a good filmmaker. But he got really woke, unfortunately. It is what it is. It happens, you know. It, it's, it's it's okay. Hold on one second. Let me find... Oh, and you know that... I played a movie clip right there. But let's play a real clip of your man Hunter acting up. Okay? That was Gator and Jungle Fever acting up. But here is actually Hunter acting up. Okay? <laughs> So what's really going on? Now, what is he doing right here? I'm seeing Bobby Brown jaw, all this llama action, your jaw going from left to right. Your jaw's doing a cha-cha slide. Your jaw is moving independently of your whole face. You got a straight face, but you got a crisscross jaw. Your jaw's going like that. A conveyor belt jaw. Look at this. Your teeth all out, sweating, acting the fool. That right there, look. I've been around crackheads before. I know a crackhead when I see one. He has all the telltale signs. The the biggest thing is the jaw. I've been like right here in front of crackheads. What they'll do, that jaw get moving. that's That's a dead giveaway, right? That's a dead giveaway that you're dealing with a crackhead. Sweating and stuff like that, that could be some other kind of drug too. And then right here. We sniffing our nose. What are we doing? All right. Is it, is it October, November? Is it wintertime? Is, is he, is he got sniffles? Is it the summertime when it's hot outside? It's 80 degrees at night in D.C. What are you sniffing? Look at this. So we know. Come on. Come on. Why we got to play games? Like, it's like this. Okay. If you know that in your house, a crackhead has access to your home. You go back to the crib and you look in the china cabinet and you see random items missing. You can be like, "Oh man, who could have done that?" Um, uh, did the little Jimmy do it? Did little Jimmy do it? Did little Johnny do it? Maybe the guy who has a crack addiction stole the items to get money for the drugs. Just maybe. Anyway, so here is MS thirteen DNC. Throwing oh, Kamala Harris under the bus for
9: some reason. Kelly, the big changes where this was found. And it was found um, by my observation in a much more secure place, limited access place, than that west wing reception area. It's still a publicly tra- a, a frequently trafficked place, but it's down near the Situation Room, right off West Executive, down below. And normal people, just average people, just can't get in there, even with the entry from the Northwest Gate.
10: Well, let me let me bring you up to date with the reporting that I have. What we have learned is that there are, in fact, two West Wing entrances. You know that. I know that. But for the benefit of our audience, and now the investigation has progressed, and so they're saying the West Executive Entrance, which, as you noted, is closer to the Situation Room and closer uh, to uh, the Navy Mess, where there's the facilities for food and so forth, it is uh, also next to West Executive Drive. That's where, for example, the vice president's vehicle is parked.
0: Why would you add that little detail in there about the vice president's vehicle? Why? What's a what does that matter when it comes to this whole thing with the cocaine? Why would you add that in there? You're trying to throw Kamala Harris under the bus. You're trying to put a little bit of doubt in the viewer's mind. Hey, you know what? It's not Hunter. Maybe Kamala Harris is the one smoking the crack. Maybe she's the one with the cocaine. She's always giggling, acting the fool. Maybe she's a crackhead. There's no other reason to implement someone else in it because they're, they're careful to not try to say it's Hunter or Joe. Why would you say vice president's vehicle? Even if that's true, it's irrelevant to the story. It's totally irrelevant. Speak about the lay of the land on the inside of the White House in the White House West Wing basement. Why reference something on the outside? Why? It's because they're trying to throw you off the mark. They'll say, oh, well, we didn't say she was one with the crack. Come on, man. Why we got to play games like this? I don't I don't like being gaslit and lied to. I hate that so much. I hate that so much. And to stay on Kamala Harris for a minute, did you guys see her answer about what culture is? Did, did you guys see that? It was kind of word salad. Kind of a little bit of word salad. Hold on. Let me see if I can get the full video. All right, this, this might work. Shout out to RT for the video. All right, I'm not sure where she was. Let me see if I can find this. Um, they're not saying where she was, but you guys probably know where she was.
11: Well, I think culture is, it, it is a reflection of our moment and our time, right? And, and And present culture is the way we express how we're feeling about the moment. And, and we should always find times to express how we feel about the moment that is a reflection of joy because, you know, it comes in the morning. Huh?
9: <laughs> and I've got to say in all honesty, um, it's the biggest piece of dog <laughs> We have to find ways to also
11: express the way we feel about the moment in terms of Just having language and and a connection to how people are experiencing life. And I think about it in that way, too.
0: Yeah, I'm not really understanding what was going on there. So she was at Essence Fest out there in New Orleans. um, And they just have her talk about random stuff. Like, whenever there's any kind of person of color event, they send her out there. It's like, okay, we got Essence Fest. You go out there for that. Okay, we got something. George Floyd, something like that. Okay, you go out there for that. You got some kind of thing for um, Asians, um, whatever. You go out there and do all the people of color events. That's her job. Now, I thought her job was to be the border are. That is not going very well at all. So, rather than having the real job, they give her PR assignments. Okay, go out here and talk about this particular person of color thing, and 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 she can't even talk. She can't even go out there and speak properly. Okay, what was that? Complete word salad. Complete word salad. (laughs) Okay. Not nonsense. All right. Yeah. A prosecutor. She was in California locking, locking black folks up speaking like that. How I have no idea. I have no clue how she was able to be out there uh, doing anything when it comes to law enforcement. All right. Now there's one more video I got to find right quick. One more film or or clip right quick that kind of relates to what we just saw. Um, I got to find that right fast. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. But yeah, that's that's your friend Kamala Harris. That was her. All right, am I not not able to find it or no? Maybe I can't find it. But I was trying to find the clip where they were talking about um, where they were asking the White House that they they were asking who the cocaine belonged to and then the guy was talking about oh it's the Hatch Act hold on, matter of fact I'm going to just search for that Hatch Act that was a ridiculous invocation of the Hatch Act it made no sense at all and it's to the point now where Whenever the White House wants to dodge a question, they'll say, oh, well, hatch act. We can't talk about it. That's pretty much what it is. It's it's kind of ridiculous. All right, here it is. It's, it's audio only, but it works. So this is Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates talking about what's going on. One,
6: one more. Uh, you know, President, uh, former President Trump has made some pretty wild posts uh, recently on social media. Uh, one of them was that uh, the cocaine found in the White House was had belonged to either the president or his son. Are you willing to say that that's not the case, that they don't belong to them?
5: I, I don't have uh, a response to that because we have to be careful about the Hatch Act. Uh, what I will say is that I have noticed there does seem to be some increasing frustration coming from that corner in general. Uh, and I think it is probably rooted in the contrast between their substantive
0: policy records. What in the world was that? I mean, good grief. Can we not get a clump of word salad from the white house? Can we get real answers? Because that right there, I don't know. That was completely 100% word salad. It didn't make a lick of sense to me. Maybe y'all made sense of it, but I don't know. Uh, Word salad, like, uh, what do you say, hatch act, all type of stuff. <laughs> weird, totally weird, but not not unexpected because w- what are you going to do if you're in the White House? You can't really explain what's going on. You can't talk about the cocaine in, in, in a true way. So you'll just say, oh, we can't, you know, hatch act and violation and the passage of time. You'll just say random things to fill air. To say you said something, but you say Nothing. That's all that it is. Now, the Sound of Freedom. Have you guys seen that movie? The Sound of Freedom. It's in theaters right now. It stars Jim Caviezel. Um, Jim Caviezel played Jesus in Passion of the Christ with um, Mel Gibson as a director. Now, the mainstream media is ridiculous. They um. Rolling Stone is a ridiculous place. Not only are they attacking the movie as Q adjacent, they are also attacking Jimmy Kavishul himself and Christianity. Let me explain what's going on. So, the the movie. Um, matter of fact, let me, me get it on the screen right quick. Y'all give me a second. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me the, get the video a thumbs up. So, the, so the sound of freedom, the the sound of freedom. Is about. Um, hold on one second. There we go. It's about a true story based on the true story of an HSI Homeland Security agent from the U.S. who left that job to go uh, start an operation to sting to catch child traffickers in Colombia. That was the whole thing to catch child traffickers. Because children were being sold into slavery, into bondage, literally, like recently, okay? So that was this whole thing. Now, the movie, I've seen some of it, and it's heavy. It's a very heavy movie. You're going to be crying. It's not necessarily graphic, as it could be, I suppose, but you still understand what's happening in the movie. Now, this is a movie about doing a good thing, ending child trafficking. Who could be against ending child trafficking? Well, when you wanna attack the Star the movie, Jim Caviezel as a QAnon 9 conspiracy theorist, then you could just switch your pro-child trafficking stance into an anti-Trump supporter stance. That's what's happening in my humble opinion. Now we have um a couple of different articles that is you know we can we can look at to Prove what I'm talking about. All right. Now, first thing. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Okay, first thing. Rolling Stone. Look at the headline. Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms. That's what they say. All right. That's what they say. Then they said the nine tinge thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to the conscience of a conspiracy adult boomer. So, a film based on the true story is a conspiracy theory. Like, this is literally based on a real guy, actual events, a true story, but it's a conspiracy. So, it's it's, it's really crazy. And I watched some reviews about this movie, and they said that it can be easy to categorize this as some kind of right-wing thing, but it's not like that. It wasn't even really political. It was more about just saving the children. Why is that a bad thing? All right, um, I ain't really trying to read this. I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, log in to Rolling Stone, but you get the idea. All right, now, part of the Rolling Stone um, article that I read early before they tried to block me off right here, they said that um, Jim Cavusio played in the movie where he got brutalized by the Romans or something like that. It's like, what? So you can't you can't just say he played Jesus in Passion of the Christ. You can't say that? I mean, they're they're openly anti-Christian, but for some reason also openly anti-child traffickers. So are they pro-child traffickers? I'm not really sure what's going on. Here's, here's another one right here from the Guardian, and the Guardian has another article that we're going to get to as well. This headline says "Sound of Freedom: The Q Nine Adjacent Thriller." Seducing America. And it says Jim Cavigio stars as a hero trying to stop child traffickers in the paranoid new movie turning into a surprise box office hit. Paranoid? Why has it got to be paranoia? These things really do go on right up under our noses. And right now, with the border being wide open, it happens now more than ever. You know, more than ever it happens. Now, this is very important right here at the very beginning. It says, type the words Sound of Freedom into Twitter. Decent people who wish to live good, happy lives should under no circumstances actually do this. And the search will yield dozens of triumphant reports crowing about the improbable victory of a film by that title over the likes of Indiana Jones at the box office this week. Okay. Then they when they get into why well, it's not really accurate about the numbers and just ridiculous stuff, Does it doesn't even really make a difference. Just, it's just complete fluff trying to attack the movie, trying to downplay the movie's importance, trying to say why well, it's not really that good, all this and that, okay? But the first part here is very important. It says, type the words, sound the of of freedom into Twitter, and then in parentheses, they have, decent people who wish to live good, happy lives should under no circumstances actually do this. So they say, look, you can research it but if you're a good person and you want to live a good life then don't do it. Now, remember Cuties, the movie Cuties. Now, Cuties was a movie that came out on Netflix some years back. It might have been 2019. 20 it was 2020. Now, remember Cuties. Cuties was a movie that had a very um how can I say disgusting trailer. The trailer had a bunch of little girls 10, 11 years old, twerking, dancing very inappropriately in inappropriate outfits. That was the trailer. This caused a firestorm on social media. Netflix got a lot of backlash. It was a lot going on. Now, this is the same website, The Guardian. We just saw this one right here about, hey, don't look at it, all this and that. And the third, it's on adjacent. It's a conspiracy theory, all this and that. The same website, The Guardian, says, Cutie's review, Netflix's controversial child exploitation film is bold, flawed, and misunderstood. Subhead, despite the increasingly toxic debate, Mammoth, whatever her name is, film and its accusers are on the same side, attacking pornification and the false promise of liberation by sexualized display. So they're trying to say this movie is good because it, it attacks child trafficking. But in reality, they glorify it. But in a movie that actually fought against child trafficking, they're saying it's a bad thing. And it's QAnon and it's conspiracy theory. Let's keep on going. into the Cuties Review. And then the first paragraph right here, it says, should this film be canceled or to raise a secondary point, should one see this film before taking a view on such things? So they're trying to say, you know what, yo, maybe just watch it before you cancel it. But when it came to the sound of freedom, yo, if you want to live a good life, don't even search for it. Don't even look at it. The same website. So you got to ask yourself the question, where are we going with these people who are writing these articles Who are they writing them for? What is the purpose? If you were to ask me, just as a random guy on the outside looking in, and me now, I would think that on one hand, they're trying to support child trafficking. And then on the other hand, they're trying to attack anybody that is against them. They're on the side of the cuties and the LGBT, the trans children and stuff like that. And that's a problem. When you have a lot of your mainstream media, a lot of your politicians, they're on the side of evil and they're trying to say that we're the bad ones. So we're, we're fighting against that. We're fighting against Mr. And, and the average person will just watch mainstream media and believe whatever they say. Average normie will sit at a dinner table, five 30 in the evening and just watch television and whatever the newsman says, they'll just take it in and believe it. So it's, it's up to guys like myself and many others to be the counter narrative to give you the real information. And I'll give you all the sources. I, I gave you two articles from the same website and I showed you what each one was about and you can read them and then see it for yourself and don't take my word for it. I showed you the evidence right there from the same website. You got one movie about ending child trafficking, the other one about exploiting it, but one gets love. The other one gets hate. Very simple. All right. Next online says good call, bad, bad call as good. We are there. We are there. We are most certainly there. That is correct. That is correct. And somebody says that you have novices writing the articles. You're right about that. Shout out to you, JL. Novices are writing these articles, but it's unfortunate that these novices who are writing the articles are the ones leading the narrative because they're on mainstream platforms. So this would be eaten up by those who are Googling, just trying to figure out what's going on. They'll buy right into it. They'll buy right into it. And we got to just have more platforms that provide a different narrative that provide the truth in a serious way. We got to have it. Cause if we don't have it, we're not really going to be able to move forward. All right. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And you're right, NKM. AI is probably right in these articles, at least a little bit. AI is here. It's here. It's, it's not even a matter of, you know, are we going to get there? Now, AI is here. I mean, even with some things, like if you're if you writing stuff for yourself, you still have AI that helps you to a certain extent. If you use Grammarly, that is like a form of AI, in my opinion, because Grammarly, as you're typing, or after you get done tapping, it can detect, you can, you can say things a certain kind of way, you could phrase it differently, you can, use, you can use different tone, a different um, certain pronouns, like it, it knows a lot, it knows a lot about what you're doing. OK, so we're here. It's, it's already done. It's already here. And I'm not sure where we're going to go in the future. No, you know, the Matrix was about this. The Matrix was on it already. They were like, we gave birth to AI and then that was it, it was over. So hopefully we don't get put into the pods and become batteries for the machines to take us over. You know, we can't have that go on. I want to be able to be free and not be um, a slave to a machine. OK, we can't have that. Alright? Oh yeah, and AI is most certainly lefty bias because it's those guys who are programming it. They're programming it to be that way. They're creating it in their own image. They're trying to play God. Right? That's what's happening right now. So we're going to see how that whole thing plays out. Alright? But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Do I have more video? Oh, I almost forgot one. So... Going back to The Sound of Freedom. So The Sound of Freedom is in theaters. And if you've not seen it, please do so. Great film. Uh, it's going to be heavy. Bring some Kleenex and, you know, get, get get ready to be crying a little bit. All right. But there's a a clip I got to show you guys right quick. There's a, there's a clip of someone who went to the theater and had a complaint. All right. Let's check it out.
12: So, don't know if any one of you have already been to see The Sound of Freedom, but my friends and I just walked out. Hi. And we are curious what your experiences were in the movie theater, because we pre-ordered our tickets. Paid for them, they were claimed, got the link sent, and this is an AMC theater in Pineville, North Carolina. Some point today, The tickets got refunded to my friend and we couldn't figure out why so we come anyways to the theater after dinner and they're like oh well we refunded all the tickets because there's no air conditioning in our theaters okay whatever we don't care are you still showing it yeah you can you can still watch it so we get to thinking why did they not send out a notice in the email saying, hey, we refunded your tickets because there's no air conditioning. Um, and we just are curious, why they why, why didn't they let us know? There was no one in that theater. There was us four and four other people, eight people in the theater on a Friday night. There was air conditioning in the lobby. There was air conditioning in the hallways. There was air conditioning in the bathrooms, not the theaters. They don't have the bartender or anything in the theater? Oh, yeah. I smell something stinky. And I think it's shit.
0: Oh, why, why you got to cut? Like, you were doing so good. Why you got to curse at the end? <laughs> oh, man, you were doing so good. I was kind of like, okay, I like her. She, she's nice, you know what I mean, all of a sudden. But I understand. I mean, it could have been something going on. Yeah, that, that, was, a, that was an interesting ending. But hey, you never know, you know, because they do they do weird things like that. You know, because they 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 see a movie, they don't like it, and then they wanna play funny. So who knows? Probably was on no purpose. I, I believe it. I, I most certainly believe it. <laughs> but yeah. She went she was so calm and nice all of a sudden it just kinda I was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I ain't see that coming. Cause I d I didn't see the full I I didn't see the full clip. I saw a little bit of it and then I just wanted to play it live, so I didn't know it was gonna happen. So Sorry about that. The 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 um the little little curse word right there. All right. Yeah, she was talking exactly Judge who came I was like, I was trying to I was trying to just stay focused. I was like, stay up here, Anthony, stay up here. Anyway, yeah, yeah, she did get me. I was a little bit mesmerized, but anyway. Um we got super chats on deck. Then I'm gonna get to the calls. The number to call is 434 658 1220 Again, 434-658-1220. Do not be afraid to call. It is all good. Super chat's on deck first. Shout out to Stewie PD who says, ABL, the best commentator on all of the internet's continued success. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Daryl Alexander who said, Justice for Miss Josephine Wright. Hashtag leave her land alone. I'm not sure what you're talking about right there. Josephine Wright. That sounds familiar. Let me see if I can look it up right quick. Um let me see, Tyler Perry. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen this. I'm talking about what's happening over there in South Carolina on them islands. That has been an ongoing battle for a lot of people. Because what's happening with like Hilton Head, those islands off this, you know, like the Geechee people, what's happening is that you got people that have those that, that own those islands. And people are coming in and buying them up. It's a long story, but basically people are having a hard time being able to hold on to their property out there in South Carolina. That's the, the bottom line. But I've not really heard about Josephine Wright's story specifically. I might look into it. Thank you for that, man. Thank you to Spitfire for the, the pom-pom dope donation, the pom-pom emoji. Thank you to Monique Price who says, I recently had a loose dog run up on me and my puppy People need to take responsibility for their pets. You will never know who will be quick to shoot. Exactly. Look, I'm outside. I see a random dog running up on me, and I don't know what's going on. And, I mean, it, anything can happen. Anything can happen. You know, some are going to just shoot the dog, and the best way to prevent that would be to secure your pets. That's it. Secure your pets because I don't know your dog. The dog don't know me. And I'm not trying to get bit and then discover if the dog is friendly or not. Thank you to Marcus All for your two uh, super chats I read earlier about the uh, the the being a police officer and about the dog policy. Uh, thank you to Mees Misbon. I know I tore it up, man. I'm sorry. Who says some people are reckless with their dogs? When I was collecting tolls, I got to deal with dogs in the owner's lap while the owner was driving. Yeah, that's a mess. <laughs> that's, a, that's a total mess. Thank you to Laura Catherine for the thumbs up emoji. Thank you to there who says, What's your favorite wrestler? The favorite wrestler really probably was um out of everybody, Hollywood Hulk Hogan, throughout the years. Like there's other ones, other guys I like throughout the time. Of course, you had uh Stone Cold and all them that came about later. But but Hogan was my guy when I was a little kid, when he was the uh red and yellow, like in the 80s. And then when it came to the 90s and he got into the black and white, NWO, black and red, that was my guy back then too. So in different eras, Hogan was still the guy. mania was dead real when I was like about five, six years old. And then I got to be like middle school age. Hogan was still the man. So it's got to be Hogan out of everybody, you know. Shout out to DeMarcus Hall who says, Ken Sharonrock, you brought back memories with that. <laughs> yeah, shout out Ken Sharonrock, the OG. Thank you to Noel Garcia who says, you have to use Sir, Sir, Sir tonight on your live calls. Can you please use the Britney Spears accent? <laughs> Thank you in advance. I'm to do that, man. Appreciate you. Thank you to that. Kingsword who says, Oh, you give me some memberships. Thank you for that. Thank you to the writer who says, would you battle that irritable, mean cliche using Ivan and an MMA box celebrity match? Have other cats on the car. I ain't gonna do all that, but we can have a good debate. Thank you for that. <laughs> Thank you to Lothair Who says the hypocrisy of New York, the governor and his wife can steal a billion dollars. The former mayor of New York city, but God forbid if you have a stone oven or guns or weed. Thank you to John F who says July is White History Month. Ashley Peterson started it and celebrates it on his channel for the past seven years. Shout out to him. Thank you to Lothair again who says Jonah Hill is a real man. She's going to hate Dapper Dave. Thank you for your super chat. Who says calling it now an underling will take the blame for the cocaine? Yes, I I'm on that same page with you, boss. He will quietly probably get probation and get paid off. Always follow the money. Yes, indeed. Thank you to Blue Baggins, who says, wait a minute. We still acting like we don't know this was something's booger sugar. <laughs> they, they're trying to say, oh, we really don't know who it was, and it could have been anybody. they trying to say that, but we know whose it was. Thank you to God of Plague, who says, Snowflame is trying to frame Joe Biden by D.C. Um, Hold on. Thank you to Monique Price, who says, the Bidens are bringing decency back to the White House Yeah, they're bringing that crack cocaine back to the White House. They're bringing them hard drugs back to the White House. They're bringing that LGBT 1987 party scene back to the White House. Thank you to Christine Hopkins who says $30 million pipe by Loza Alexander. I'll check it out. Thank you to Michael Critchlow who says Google Portsmouth men. Man won't cut grass. (laughs) Wait a minute. Okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Is that back in VA? Wait a minute. All right, hold on. I got to play this. I got I'm going to put it on hold on hold, on. hold on. hold on. Hold on. Okay. Now, where is this at? I know it's in, in Virginia, but I want to know exactly where. Let me put it on the screen right quick.
13: New tonight foxes, snakes, and raccoons. A Portsmouth homeowner doesn't mind the zoo, but now that his backyard is turning into one, he says he is at his wit's end. The man who lives on Augusta Terrace says his next-door neighbor hasn't maintained his backyard in four years, attracting all sorts of wildlife in and around the property. Down on your side's Michelle Wolf joins us tonight with what she's learned. Michelle? Lena Dennis Melms has lived in his home off the Elizabeth River for more than three decades. A oh, few wow. years ago, the man who owns the property next door stopped mowing the lawn. Melms calls it a jungle that needs to be ripped out, but a city spokesperson says their hands are tied. So tell me what we're looking at right here.
6: A zoo, woods, <laughs> wildlife <laughs> refuge.
13: Dennis Melms is losing his patience as the abundance of wildlife next door multiplies.
0: I, I used to live right next to there. That's that's right by the bridge, right by the water. Yeah, it's going to be rough because that little area right there, the river is right there. So that's going to be all types of everything in there. That's, that's right by the Churchland Bridge to get you from, like, Maryview over to Churchland, basically. If you know about Virginia, you know what I'm talking about. But that right there is crazy.
6: Snakes, foxes uh, raccoons, opossums, every no. night the trash is going through, um, big black snakes, every water bugs, bees, uh. <laughs> all kind of fun things coming out of there.
13: Melms is especially worried for his young granddaughters.
6: I'm scared for them to play back here. No, they can't. They I can't. really am.
13: Melms tells us he's contacted Portsmouth City leaders and the local wetlands board who say there's nothing that can be done because the overgrowth falls into the Chesapeake Bay
0: buffer
13: zone. A city spokesperson gave 10 on your side the same response. According to Portsmouth's Chesapeake Bay Act ordinance, land up to 100 feet from the water's edge can remain untouched without penalty. You can cut the grass, garden, and landscape that buffer, but removing vegetation requires a permit and is otherwise not allowed, as it can increase erosion. While you can mow the area, you don't have to, which is what is happening here on Augusta Terrace.
6: I can't entertain back here. I can't play music back here, uh, horseshoes, anything. I and mean, people look like, what's going on with this? It's um. Uh, it's bringing my property value down.
13: Melms has watched 10-foot-long snakes slither their way into his neighbor's home. And a family of foxes emerge underneath an abandoned van in the Yo, backyard. that's crazy. Plants have begun growing through the windows, and the privacy fence keeping in the overgrowth has long collapsed.
6: I'm at a breaking point, so.
0: I mean, look, if I was him, you know what I would do on, on, the, on, the, on the reel? I would just get a riding mower and just cut it. And, and dare them to stop me. I have, a, I have my gun on me and everything. I, I, just, I will just do it because anybody got time for that because now we're we dealing with a hazard. Okay, I wait till they get a little bit cool outside. I ain't trying to get hit by no colony of bees or nothing like that. I will just cut the grass. I'll get a riding mower. First, I'll get some like a weed eater that can cut through brush, <laughs> you know, cut through brush and get some of the bigger pieces not down. I'll get that fence cleared, get a big weed eater, get some of the big brush, and then get a riding mower and just cut it. And dare him to say something about it.
6: Bill, you need to cut your grass.
13: Property records show <laughs> Bill Powers Jr. owns the property next to Melms. Melms tells us Powers doesn't stay there, and he sees the man maybe once a month. Oh,
0: man, you don't need to stay there? Look, man, you don't need, you're you not even going to be home, doc. You don't even got to worry about it. I'm going to go ahead and take care of it. If you're not even there, and I only got to see you, man, please.
13: We tried calling Powers, leaving a message on his cell phone. We're waiting to hear back.
6: Just over it. It's it's got to go. And if I could get help, ten you know, on your side. Yeah, that, that's what I got to do. Yeah, man, I'm going. I'm, I'm cutting that grass, man. I don't care.
0: Yeah, I don't care, man. You don't, you don't even stay there. It's basically like it's like it's like, a, it's like an abandoned house, essentially. So nah, I'm cutting the grass, man. He said he's dead in the house. Now nah, he ain't dead. He said he sees him once a month. Because I I, that, that same thought was in my mind. Like, okay, is, is a guy in the house dead? You got plants growing in your window? Are you even alive, sir? You got snakes and raccoons and whatnot inside your crib? Do you even live there? So, nah. I'm, I'm, I'm going ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting that down. Period. I don't care. All right? That's, that's just what it is. Now, he's not there. He says he sees him once a month. So, he sees him probably just come by and just, I don't know what he's doing. What is he coming to see? He's coming to see how many more snakes he got in the house, h- how many more raccoons and came into his roof. I don't know what's really going on, but yeah, cut the grass. Don't even worry about it. Don't, don't go to the news. I would have been cut that grass if it was me. Oh yeah, absolutely. We don't got no time for that. But anyway, thank you for that clip, Michael. I appreciate you boss. And Xbox says Hollywood and Washington DC have been fighting the movies released for five years Yeah, I heard about that. I heard that um, uh, Disney had the movie at first, speaking about The Sound of Freedom, and they didn't want to release it. Thank you to Jaleisha Salvatore, who says, Hey, ABL, just saying hi. Missed the first half of the show. Thank you for joining. I appreciate you. Thank you to Andrew, who says, Your opinion on age to see The Sound of Freedom. Haven't seen it yet. Um, You can take kids because it's not too graphic. It's like PG-13, so 10, 11 years old, they can see it. Yeah, it's not too graphic. You guys let me know. If you guys have seen Sound of Freedom, do you think it's appropriate for, like, preteen-type age or, or younger? Like I say, it's not graphic, but you understand what's going on. That gets rebel without a reason that says, what you going to do when Hulkamania runs wild? <laughs> what you going to do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? Man, Hulkamania was dead real. Hulkamania was so real back in the day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man, it was crazy. Yeah, the Hulk, Hogan was the man in the 80s, 90s, and some of the 2000s. Like, the longevity was crazy. You had some guys that came along, Goldberg, WCW, all these guys came along and had had a little run, but Hogan was good consistently throughout. Hogan was old, an old man still out there doing his thing. All right, but (laughs) if you like what you heard so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Let's go ahead and get into the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Do not be afraid to call. There's also an email in Skype if you want to get in through that way. You could be right here. Bottom left hand corner of the screen. It is all good. The Skype email is in the description box. Rick Flair was also good for a long time, of course. Yep. Yeah, he was good for a very long time. He's still doing his thing. Iconic. Shout out, Rick Flair. A six O, you're on line. Who am I speaking to? Hey,
5: Bill, what's up in A-Ranker,
0: Xbox. How you doing? It's all good. What's going on? Oh,
5: nothing much. Uh, yeah, I'm glad you got around to watching that uh, Sound of Freedom and uh, getting on board with... Uh This is the string that's going to unravel Washington, D.C. This is the one that you pull hard enough, the whole ball is going to come apart. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, 800,000 children disappear across America. If you read the reviews on YouTube, on some of the shorts they have on it, there's a woman who was a police officer. She says, it's unreal how many children go uh, missing and uh, never to be found again. Uh, and uh, Russia put out uh, a, video, a video on the internet where they had captured a child warehouse. Wow! And those children would not leave that commander's side because the whole process of, getting adrenochrome is fear. So these kids have seen other kids tortured and terrified in front of them before they were murdered. It's sick, it's disgusting. But if you see that video of the children that Russia rescued in Ukraine, because that's where a lot of these laboratories are at, is in Ukraine. And this is all ties in the Anthony Weiner's laptop. This ties in the Hunter Biden's laptop, because if you remember when Julie Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani said the FBI wouldn't even touch it. It's illegal for me to have that. Why? Because child pornography is illegal to own or possess. And the FBI knew all about it. And they're covering for them. Why? Because they're leaders, the directors. Yeah, and I know you guys are watching. Come get some. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm with you. This is the string that's going to pull the whole thing apart. This is the string that's going to pull Washington, D.C. apart. And it's got to be pulled hard. This is what's going to pull down the World Economic Forum and the banking cartel. Because the banking cartel is behind the world economic forum if you look at the top members. and that's that's the whole crux. that's all these people are telling you God doesn't exist while they're worshiping the devil. Do you ever notice that? Absolutely. <laughs> and the teachers union come out and said they're uh, the one of the largest teachers union come out and said, we're gonna teach uh homosexuality in the classroom you know i don't know if my 11 year old son's gonna grow up to be gay or not that's his problem not mine i'm not gonna worry about it but i don't need teachers teaching that what i need them teaching is life skills the ability to learn so that when they go on a job they can learn the job they can learn what they need to do and uh more and more people got to see that movie so we can wake people up. This is not about Democrat or Republican. Uh, and Wimkin.com is the best place to gather information because they do not censor the they – don't, they don't censor this stuff. They censor pornography and nasty stuff and you know people threatening people or politicians. They won't tolerate that. But as far as free speech goes, they're all for it. And someone asked, how do I find out all this stuff like two years before everybody else figures it out? And it's kind of like if you watch the movie Tora, 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 I worked in the three-star general's headquarters for the first three years of my life as a radio teletype operator. So I sent a lot of messages to and from Jimmy Carter's White House, Ronald Reagan's White House, NATO, uh... Joint Chiefs of Staff, every embassy, every command in the military, uh, and the general I was working for in headquarters on rotation was in charge of three countries' worth of nuclear missiles. Mm. So I don't get information from one source I get little clips like during the COVID scam when they were going, oh, my God, stay inside. Pull the covers down. Don't let COVID see you in your household. But there's a 97% chance you might survive. But you can't be around people. Stay six feet away. And that's the way they talk. All of your broadcasters on your mainstream medium, they're not journalists. They are actors. Joy Reid is an actor. She's not a journalist. They're not investigators reporters and if you google search chris wallace and epstein you'll find pictures of chris wallace getting on epstein's yacht and i'm gonna close with that that's why because they're all involved in it it's disgusting nobody has the right to mess up a child's life nobody and um Watch the movie uh, *Traffic* that starred Ashley Judd. That's also a true story of four girls from different parts of the world that were all rescued out of a house of ill repute in Texas. And I'm going to close with that, brother. We got to get our country back. And it this is the thread. We got to pull hard on it. We got to snatch this and the whole ball of string comes apart. God bless you, ABL. Y'all have a good night. God bless America. Thank Thank you, brother. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. we Will do. All
0: right. Great call. Shouts my man for the call. You guys on the drill. The number to call 434-658-1220. Keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go 404. You don't lie. Who am I speaking to?
11: Hey, ABL. Good evening. Good evening. So the sound of freedom Everybody needs to go and watch that movie. It's not left, it's not right. it It is straight to the point what it is. and it has to do with a lot that's going on now at the border, but it's it's a wonderful, wonderful story about doing the right thing, uh, being courageous. And the one thing if you don't take anything from that movie. This is what you need to take from that movie. When God tells you to do something, do not hesitate. That's a powerful message from that movie. And the man, Tim Ballard, who, you know, this movie is based off of the guy that worked for the government. God needs to open up the doors of heaven for him. But it's a great movie. Now, the way I came across it, I was I think I was on Instagram or something and I had heard rumblings about the movie, but there was a link for you to get a free ticket. So I got it with, for you know free to go and see my husband and I. But I am willing to see that movie and pay for that movie. And there's a link. All you guys got to do is just go on Facebook or Instagram, um, Google that or you know, put in the search bar of the movie, there's a link there and you can watch the movie. The movie is so good. The people that made this movie, they stand behind this movie that they're willing to give away free tickets because they want to get that message out. And uh, so I urge everybody, if you can't afford a $7 ticket, a $15 ticket, there's no reason why no one here in America doesn't go see that movie because they even you can pay for it and you can see it for free go watch that movie go tomorrow abl go tomorrow please right everybody go see that movie
0: absolutely we'll do with thank you for your call definitely appreciate you
11: thank you and guess what you and my husband have the same colored shirt on a day
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey great mind <wine>. think of light. <laughs>
11: Yep. Take care. Good night. Go see it, y'all. Bye.
0: All right, now. Well, that's that's definitely a glowing recommendation. You guys got to go check it out. It is in movie theaters. The Sound of Freedom. Y'all go check it out. 513, you're in the line. Who am I speaking to?
8: Hey, BL. Good evening. This is J.R. Williams, Cincinnati. What's up?
0: Ain't too much, man. What's going on?
8: I just wanted to put my two cents in a couple of things. The first is uh, a lot of controversy over a lot of leftists, you know, disrespecting, denigrating the 4th of July and Independence Day. And, you know, then I saw some things on Ben and Jerry's where they're saying, you know, give back the land and this and that. And it it just really saddens me that we've made all this progress and then people still find something to complain about. It, it's just this spoiled, uh, victimized um, narrative again. And a lot of it, it seems, at least from what I've seen, um, some of it's coming from some black people like, are you a student of history, ABO, or are you, you studied the Civil War much, or just, you know, basic? I know a little bit. Well, you know, I'm sure most people know. It's not, you know, a seeker or anything. But we fought a war, you know, the North fought a war to set the slaves free well, I so say we that. could all be a nation. And And just the thought that, you know, that, that doesn't mean something or that's losses value is just beyond me. And, and I don't, I don't understand why there's so much division around our nation's independence day. It's just, um, one other thing I just wanted to bring up, did you hear about that, um, the Biden administration supposedly trying to block out the sun or looking into this geoengineering. Yeah, I saw that, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, it's almost like they're trying to, you know, play God, and and I, I just don't think that can end well.
0: It, it's not going to end well because the thing about it is um, there was also the thought process in the 70s to do the exact opposite. Cause it, it said the, the Earth was too cold. They're talking about nuking the polar ice caps because they were trying to loosen up the ice. <laughs> so now... They say it have gotten too warm, and they want to go the exact opposite. So it's like, come on, how about just
8: leave the planet alone? I think Bill Gates was even um, talking about that a couple a couple years back. Maybe I don't know if it, remember it was something with the clouds or or what. But yeah, I I just think they 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 want to do something to like maybe initiate some kind of cascading like crisis or poly crisis to where you know it just leads to depopulation because that's what they're pushing out. but i just wanted to call in and say hey abl and you have a good evening brother
0: well, thank you for the call definitely appreciate you all right bye all right shout out to the caller let's go to some more here you guys are the best audience anywhere on these interwebs 708 you do not i'm gonna speak it to
9: Hi, Avia. This is Erica
0: from Chicago. All righty, what's going on?
9: And, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener. I love your show and all of your comedic commentary. But there were a couple of topics I had hoped to hear your thoughts on. Did you hear about the, the Zach Ramashami interview on The Breakfast Club?
0: I've I've been seeing some of the clips, yes.
9: It was a total dumpster fire, and I, I, I really thought you would have done one. I was really hoping to hear your um, commentary on that.
0: Now, now I got to ask you the question: Was this where he was talking to Teslin Fragaro, the woman?
9: Yes, yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, I might I might end up doing that. I might be a little bit late, but I'm still I still may be able to get one out.
9: Yeah, you'll be late, but I, I know your <laughs> listeners would love to hear this. And um, it, it was such a mess, and. I was really um, shocked to see like all of the support for Vivek in the comments section on the Breakfast Club's um, YouTube page. So there's a little bit of hope for uh, us as a country because it was a hundred percent for Vivek, right? Absolutely. Um, very funny. Also, the second one. Um, did you hear? Um, I know we were talking about um, Kathleen Kamala at the Athens Festival. But also, Jill Scott um, saying her woke version of the Star-Spangled Banner. Did you hear it?
0: I, I've not heard it, but I gotta, I'm gotta. i going to do a video about that. I saw the, the preview of the clip and now I already know kind of where it's going to go. So I'm definitely going to give my reaction to it when I watch it.
9: Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, some of the words on that she had and her version was oh say can you see by the blood in the streets this place doesn't smile on you colored child whose blood built this land with sweat in their hands but will die in this place and your memory erase i mean (sighs) it's so gross
0: yeah it's it's crazy it's totally crazy but you know jill scott is not I'll put it to you this way. She's done other gross things on stage before. I'll leave it right there. Cause we got little kids watching.
9: Oh, yeah. I didn't, I don't know anything about, that. Oh, I mean, I, yeah. I was never a fan of her. Yeah. Be,
0: be careful. If you, if you, if you Google her, you might see some things that might be a little bit different. That's all I'm going to say.
9: Oh, hmm. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, I probably won't see that though. There, but, there you go. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to call in and uh, see uh if um, if you've heard of these stories, and uh, well, it's good to know that you're going to do uh, a couple of YouTubes on them.
0: Oh, definitely. Absolutely.
9: All right. Well, thank you so much. Love your show.
0: Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Okay, bye. Yeah, the whole thing. Um, Jill Scott, y'all don't, y'all don't Google Jill Scott on stage doing some things to the microphone because that's not what you want to see right now. righty. <laughs> the number to call, 434-658-1220. 989, you're in the line, who am I speaking to?
2: Oh, my name is Mark from Michigan. All
0: righty, Mark, what's going on?
2: Oh, just gonna talk a little bit about um them passing a law about the non or the pronouns for like if you miss pronoun a person. How's that how are they gonna enforce that?
0: I I have no idea. That's a great question. I have no clue. Because I mean somebody could just say that they were misgendered or mispronounced or whatever. And then is there going to be a trial? Is there going to be evidence? What would be the penalty? I'm not really sure.
2: I mean, it's like, it's just based off of feelings. I mean, this is how stupid it is. I mean, you can smoke, they know you can, you can smoke weed and they open, it, but if you call somebody by a different name that they don't want to be, you can be get a felony and a $10,000 fine and end up to five years in jail, not jail prison.
0: Yeah, it's really crazy because, I mean, at a certain point, you got freedom of speech, right? Just because a person may get called a thing they don't want to get called, or they may get offended, does not mean that's a a criminal offense. You still got freedom of speech in this country, a, a little bit at least.
2: Yeah, and it doesn't make any sense. It means like the judges can go out of his way to break your rights. As a, I mean, as a human, you have the right to freedom of speech. I mean. What if, I mean, it's like, what if you work at a place and you're like, just like, you know, you're working behind the counter and some dude walks up or some ma'am or whatever. And you say, well, like, you know, how are you doing? Well, how can I help you, sir? And then they flip out. It's like, now, is that considered a, a crime or what is that?
0: I, I mean, I can't really call it at this point. It's, you know, it's it's a crazy kind of confusing world that we live in right now.
2: Yeah, I can't believe it. Uh, I, I wish we could. We tried to uh, get Whitmer and the attorney general out of office. And every time we tried to to get her impeached, they just, they block it. They say, nope, can't do it. Block it, block it, block it. And it's just ridiculous. To, I, we tried to vote her out. And there's this voter, the voter fraud in Michigan is beyond control. They there's no no Republicans gonna win in Michigan again if they don't fix these voters vote the voter way that we vote in Michigan because it's just it's a it's a mess.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: with you. It is terrible. But the other thing about uh Hunter Biden, if you if you ever get to see a tattoos on the back of, on his back, that's from Skull Island and I'm not sure what lake that is. I don't know if it's from the Ozark or from uh uh or up in the Hamptons, but uh um, that those are the islands that they, they hide kids on, and they, they that's where they abuse kids. So if you ever get to see the tattoos on his back, that's Skull Island, or they're called Skulls Island. Well,
0: I, I, saw, I, saw his, I saw his tattoos. They said that it was the Forks Lakes or something like that, the Finger Lakes. Yeah, the I think
2: Lakes. It's a, yeah, it's really weird, and it's supposed to be in the shape of a skull, and that's where they hide kids. Like, that's a map of where they hide kids in the United States or one of the places that's what they said
0: well yeah i don't know about that part i heard it was like an actual i heard it was not the shape of a skull it was lakes that's what i heard so i mean i guess we got to figure yeah, out what I what's forget the, yeah
2: but yeah that's that's supposed to be the map of where they they hide they hide they go and do these crazy stuff with these kids and they say that uh hunter biden was part of like like that pinocchio thing where like grab all these kids and they hunter was like probably one of these kids with my part of his other parts of his family they go up to these places and they get brainwashed and whatever and they do all kinds of drugs and do all kinds of crazy stuff to them and then it's just that's how it that's how it goes or even just the movie pinocchio itself uh that's that's so old that's an old old movie and the an old story and this is that's how long human trafficking or kid trafficking has been going on
0: yes yeah, it's, it's a lot it's a lot happening in the world it's kind, it's kind of crazy
2: Oh, I know. But, uh, yeah, have a good
0: night. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you.
2: All right, no problem.
14: All
0: right, yeah, so you guys said the tattoos were the finger lakes. That's what the tattoos were, just so we are on the same page. All right. All right, Victor, what's going on? Hey,
15: thanks for taking my call. No problem. Man, people need to stay off of social media media, and stop putting their business out there.
0: That's right.
15: Yeah. But if people don't know, I'm talking about, yes, I'm talking about Kiki Palmer and her boyfriend with her boyfriend relationship. I will say this. I agree with the, with the boyfriend. Not the simple fact that that's a mother. It's just even if it's not a mother, just as a person, you shouldn't dress, you shouldn't dress up to make yourself look like a sexual object. If you look like a sexual object, people are not going to look look at you as as a person. But my problem is, why do you put your business out there instead of keeping it in-house?
0: Exactly. That That's, that's the problem. It's like, look, you got a problem with somebody, you should just go to them directly and express your grievance. You see, I think the reason why he did that is because he knew... That if he was to go to her and be like, hey, you know what? I don't like that outfit. You need to change or have some kind of problem. She'd be like, excuse me, sir? Like, who are you? I'm Kiki Palmer. What you going to tell me? He knew he had no leverage. Couldn't really tell her anything. So his next resort was to go to the internet and try to get them on the side. He thought he could get some kind of leverage that way. But obviously, that didn't happen.
15: Yeah. Also, what you pointed out with the leverage, he already lost it because he treated her as some type of piece of meat or sexual object yeah by posting stuff on instagram talking about look what my son did to my woman like really now you want to expect other men to try to see her and not look at her sexually when you did it first
0: yeah it's, it's, exactly that makes no sense it's like you know you gotta lead by example if you want her to be all covered up and all this that in the third okay then why are you Posting her while she's twerking and whatnot, halfway dressed, it's like, come on, man, you, you can't, you can't do that and then get mad when she goes out the exact same way that you liked that you put on the internet. It doesn't make any sense. You, you're first, you, you're okay with it. She dressed like that before; it's no problem. See, it wasn't even about what she had on or anything like that. It was about him just trying to gain some power. I feel yeah. like I'm emasculated. I feel like I'm not really getting respect. So now I'm gonna set my foot down. It's like, sir. <laughs> You you you. I don't know what this. It's like it's like a really childish kind of thing to do. It's like okay, I'm, I'm taking my ball and going home. It's like come on, man. Like cut it out. You're a full grown man with a baby. Stop. Be grow up.
15: Yeah. And on top of that, I will agree with with the women on the point that you can't control you can't control her because of course you don't you you don't supposed to be controlling anyone in a relationship. You're supposed to serve each other. He knew what he was getting into. If he if you knew that Kiki Palmer would dress up like this, why did he get her why did he get her pregnant in the first place?
0: Exactly. You know, you, you already know what you got. It's just like um Nicki Minaj. Okay. You all know what she does. You all know how she dresses and what's going on. So if the boyfriend that she has all of a sudden after 10 years is like, oh well, you should stop doing that, it's like sir. I've been doing this for ten years. You knew who I was from the beginning. What are you even talking about? Like, stop.
15: Yeah, exactly. And as for as for the women, who who's given so much support to to Kiki Palmer, what what they're mess, what they're messing up on is just allowing her to. Say that she could be able to just, just like this. At the same time, you don't like it when men approach you sexually or have the wrong, the wrong type of men that come to you that's just for sex. What, black women complain all the time how black women are being overly sexualized. But yet, though, you're condoning the the actions of Kiki Palmer.
0: Right. Exactly. It's it's crazy.
15: Yeah, yeah. And so anyway, the last part I want to talk about is the is is the student student loan. <laughs> no, not the student loan. Actually, no, not the student loan. The affirmative action at the Harvard thing. People need to look at this as a glass half full. That this is this could be a very positive, positive thing. One thing is that if you feel like this, you feel like these pro- programs are going to be racist against you, you still have your HBCUs. Try to do what they did, build up the the build up the value of these HBCUs, so you don't have to worry about going to these these pre- predominantly white, white colleges. I remember, I think this was either in 2010 or 2011, where I saw on Twitter, where I developed a great disdain for black people who went to the predominantly white schools. Mm. It, it's probably because me, I graduated from an HBCU. Right. They went on Twitter to talk about how they they say that they they felt, they felt the superiority because they're going to predominantly white school because they get a great education and over uh, HB, HBCU which is really which is really messed up not just with HBCU but with all small colleges that you you can get still get a great education from those great from from those schools you don't have to be going to those big-name big name schools, especially if, especially when you're just graduating from high school, and some people can't even handle that type of environment, no matter how good your grades were in the past. But that's, that's why I really don't care about what they say about the affirmative action and what those other white colleges do, do because how they already have an inferiority complex on on hbcus but hey like i said you got the HBCUs. go ahead build build up their credentials and stop worrying about trying to go to these predominantly white schools that you think that they're going to be racist to, towards you anyway
0: <laughs> all right man well, thank you for your call as always definitely appreciate you
15: all right bye all right shout out to
0: for the call appreciate them we had a few we got a lot more calls online. Now, obviously, the number to call 434 658 1220 Again, 434-658-120. 646091
4: speaker too. 646 hello. Yes, how you doing?
0: What's up? It's all good. What's happening?
4: How's it going, man? Listen, uh, this is the Puerto Rican from New York City. I called the other night. And uh I want to do this. And for people out there, understand this, man. If you don't know what you're talking about, don't come here and argue with a black man about something that didn't have to do with you. I'm talking about the Puerto Ricans. Remember the guy the other night or the two Puerto Ricans? And I was a little taken back and I was also upset at the fact that they wanted you to understand that, oh, Clarence Thomas this and Clarence. And they didn't ask questions, this and that. Uh, My question would be, did you actually watch the hearings where they were nominating some of these people? And when he was saying that, they didn't ask her this question or they didn't ask him that question, et cetera, et cetera. Again, if you're not black, it doesn't apply to us. And again, I'm Puerto Rican. Affirmative action was not created for me or my people back. Only people who that thing was created for, they have the right to have an opinion, whether good or bad. Number two, when it comes to de Blasio, what people don't understand is that how they play us. They play us like a fiddle every chance they get. My thing is, when it came to the mental illness in New York City, De Blasio actually paraded his own daughter on stage while running for a second term. And this is for you, liberals and Democratic voters of New York City. If you are truly a follower of your Democratic Party or the candidates who run for positions of power in the city, and you don't remember that, you're not a true democratic voter let's get that straight on the other hand when it came to the money it was all over the news an investigation was told to us the democratic voters in new york city we're opening an investigation to find out where did this money go that investigation was never spoken of again now we move forward de blasio is no longer mayor Why is it important for anybody to know that, hey, me and my wife, we're going to separate. I could care less what's going on in your personal life. But my thing is, why are they throwing this out into the public? Nobody comes in the ghetto. Hey, are you still married? Are you guys planning to get separated? Rest of us would like to know. My thing is, is that we fall for everything and anything. At the end of the day, does anybody truly understand the delivery of the language? And ABL, you actually speak of this. Let me give your audience a quick, perfect example. Our president got up on stage at the White House and made a speech. We got to help the Ukraine. Because 90% of the grain comes from the Ukraine. I'll tell you what I did as soon as I heard that man speak a lie. I immediately knew it was a lie. Why? Because, okay, let me see. I'll go and I'll search immediately. What, is, what popped up immediately? Where, who produces the most grain on earth? That would be the three superpowers. Russia, the United States, and China and come up on the search. Then I go mathematically. Mathematically, because I'm a thinking person. I pay attention to the delivery of the language, because it's a fact. When these politicians speak, it's the delivery of the language. The language can be deceptive, manipulative, and that's how they indoctrinate the rest of us to believe something that is not so. So when I look that part up, I go, wow, look at here. The Ukraine... Is only five times bigger than Puerto Rico, 600 square miles, 600,000 square miles. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's put this into perspective. Does anybody believe that the Ukraine produces 90% of the grain for seven point billion people as your president stated line number two, again, delivery of the delivery of the language they say it and lie to us at the same time. What did he say? We gotta help our ally. slash the Ukraine was never our ally. They were our ally to Russia when communists was going full blast. And then when you find out everything else that occurred after the fact, people can't connect the dots and it's simple because most do not understand the delivery of the language, the deception, the manipulation, Better yet, and the con job continues. When are people going to realize that your politicians are nothing but a bunch of criminals, crooks, and thieves? And I'll leave you with this. When it comes to the Democratic Party, we need to stop saying we have to support the party. That's like saying we got to support the gangs in the hood, the bloods, the cribs, the nietas, the latins, etc., etc. Understand this open your brains don't support the party because we in the ghetto how many times do we say you know this politician he comes around every few years talks the same smack never does anything and yet because you feel democratic voters liberals you feel that you have to support the party you'll support the guy that you talk about day and night who does nothing And you put them right back into office. So the problem at this time is not theirs anymore any further. We've been going through this for the last seven decades. And you know what? It's self-inflicted. You know why? We, as a people, we don't know what we're talking about anymore. Thanks a lot for taking my call. Great show. I sent some money to your PayPal. I don't know if it went through. The phone was giving me some problems. I put RC there and let me know if you got it. Thank you, sir.
0: Thank you for the call. Appreciate you.
4: Appreciate you too. All
0: right. Shout out to the caller. Great calls tonight. You guys are fantastic. Could not do the show without you. You guys on the Jordan number to call 434-658-1220. Uh, the phone lines are blowing up. Y'all please hang tight for me. That'd be tremendous. Let's try 206 on line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, ABL. Uh, my name's Steve. Uh, Hold on. Give, uh, give me one second, caller. Give me one second. I got I had to restart my mixer. I gotta I gotta have to replace that mixer. It's been it's been good for a while, but what happens is it'll um start working on me. And then I gotta just restart it and then that'll fix it. Can you guys see me right now? Hopefully you can. Let me just fix my sound right quick and then we get right back into it. Uh, let's restart Skype, and then that should actually fix the problem, I hope. All right. 816 on line. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. All right, perfect. What's going on?
16: Not much. I just want to tell you thank you so much for being a great American. God bless you, and God bless your family, sir. Thank you for the call. definitely appreciate you.
0: Thank you, sir. Bye-bye, Mr. Logue. Shout out to the caller. Great call. All right. Let's keep on rocking and rolling here. Let's go to 513. You're 5-1-3. On the line. Who am speaking to?
14: Hi, my name's Jen.
0: All right, Jen, what's going on?
14: Um, well, a couple of things. As far as the parties go, the Republicans and the Democrats, I'm an independent, which is really freeing to be. But it's been fun when Trump was in office being a conservative. And now I'm in limbo. I feel like conservatives are the party of compliance. What do you think
1: about that?
0: Um, I'm not really sure. Maybe to a certain extent. I think we are the party of... I'm not sure if compliance would be the right word. Maybe normalcy. Because you, you're supposed to be able to compromise the people normally. You're supposed to have things run fairly normally, but the left have become abnormal and at a certain point, sometimes you got to be abnormal to be able to kind of write what they're doing. So I see where you're coming from. I I do understand what you mean.
14: Yeah. Well, and you made a good point too. Well, I feel like the left is winning and the right just kind of sits back and complains while the left is out there making laws and, you know, putting things in place and then the right enforces it and follows it. You know, I can like, I'll give you an example. You know, I have a, a school aged child. I didn't accept the school system's computer. I'm not going to homeschool. And right now, we're after the fact. No one on the right is going to support me and my child in the, you know, our, us getting in trouble. It's well, you didn't do what you were told. That's that. But it was the right who was like, oh no, tell them no. But then the left is like, oh, that law is wrong. You shouldn't get in trouble. And they're the ones actually going to support you when it comes down to it. So I just find that just, it's disappointing and it's odd and it's just unfortunate. I just don't feel like the right has a backbone. They just won't like if they're told to sign something, they'll just sign it. And if you don't sign it and you get in trouble, well, you get what you deserve.
0: Right. I understand where you're coming from for sure.
14: Like the vaccine, who's more likely to decline the vax, a lefty or a righty? I mean, I don't say the left. I don't, I mean,
0: I, th- I think it's more us on the right that, I'm, or, that are declining the vax because the left have the word that they use. They say you're anti vax you're anti vax you're anti-science. Remember Anthony Fauci? Uh, if you don't believe me, you don't believe the science. I am science. I think the left are more prone to get the vax than the right, in my opinion.
14: I can see that, too. I guess my thing is I'd like to see the right be more uh, supportive of other conservatives who don't uh, go along with things, do, who do stand up and say no and you know, live their own life and not follow everybody else. And I just don't see that. But maybe I'm just kind of like jaded right now. I just, I don't know. I see the left being the winning side and coming ahead right now. And then we got, you know, we have conservatives like DeWine here in Ohio. He's not really a Republican. Like I think of Republicans. Like he's more like uh, hammer down the laws, hammer down the people, tell them what to do, make everybody do one thing, like follow one set of life rules like i don't know does that make sense like he wants everybody to go to college well everyone doesn't need to go to college so right
0: now i understand it's
14: an idea it's an idea i'm just kind of would like to see the right get some balls and do something and beat the left because right now it's just not looking good in my opinion and that's all
0: right on thank you for your call i appreciate you thanks all right. Shout out to the caller. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go to. All right. Y'all, y'all please hang tight for me. 206, you're in line. What's speaker to?
17: Hi, this is Steve in Missouri again. <laughs> we got cut off last time. Right, right on, landed. right on.
0: So we're, we're, back, we're yeah. back together. So what, what's happening?
17: Yeah. Um. Anyway, I was um just wanting to call to the, the mention a point I've been thinking of over the last few shows, but the. You know, the the Democrats have been, like, taking a lot of losses, colossal L's, basically, and it's been going on for a while. And it seems like they they brought on a lot of these issues to, you know, come to a head and got people worked up into a fervor. Uh, take, um, for instance, the, um, not affirmative action, but the rep- reparations, say, now, the next one that's coming up, right? And they got a lot of people getting kind of, you know, psyched up and riled up over it. And it seems like another thing that's just like, you know, people are, are getting all excited for something that we could pretty much say is not going to happen. I can't see that it will, but, you know, they're just, and that's been kind of their motto is to fill people with false hope and, and over and over and over again. And then, and when they don't get the, you know, when things don't work out, they just go nuts. You know, and it seems like they their side's just been getting wound up more and more, you know, and by the time the election comes, boy, if things don't go their way. You know, it's going to be easy to make a, a mob out of it, you know. Right on. Anyway, that was about the only point I had to make. It was just kind of, to me, it's like hard to believe they've been taking this many losses, you know, and <laughs> it almost seems like it's on purpose. Like I said, it's... It, are uh, they just trying to rile up, the, rile up their base by, you know, getting everything that they want taken off of the table right in front of them? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's just something I've been kind of mulling around because of the fact that, you know, like I said, they've been taking so many losses on so many major issues that they care about. And uh, it it almost seems like they did this on purpose, you know? It makes sense. I understand. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, that's about all I had to mention. It wasn't really, you know, any specific point. But, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, great show. Thanks. It was good talking to you.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. A shout-out to the callers, and the phone lines are blowing up. Y'all please hang tight. Call who am I speaking to, 347?
5: <laughs> hey, what's going on, ABL? This is uh, Liam from Austin. All righty, man. What's going on?
2: Nothing much, man.
4: How you doing?
5: It's all um, good. Yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, everybody uh, should definitely check out that movie, uh, Sounds of Freedom. And uh, at the end of the movie, um, it's going to prompt you to wait like a couple minutes uh, after the credits to wait for a, a special message by the uh, I
14: think the main actor.
5: So, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's a great movie. I can't uh, see why. I mean, I can't see why the left is uh, throwing uh, and their uh their backlash against this movie, but I won't go down that rabbit hole. And uh, yeah, just wanted to say, yeah, uh thanks, ABL, you know, doing a great job out there. And uh yeah, keep fighting the good fight. And uh take care. Everybody go see that movie later.
0: Thank you for the call, appreciate you. All right, shout out to the man for the call. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go 949 on the line who am I speaking to?
11: Oh, hi, ABL.
0: Yes, indeed.
10: Oh, I'm on. Oh, the first time getting in touch with you. How are you? I'm well. Thank you so much for taking my call. Um, the gentleman that was just speaking on behalf of the movie Sound of Freedom, I took my mom to see it. Um, I'm reading all the different comments, and um, it's curious about saying, "Well, what are we going to do?" You know, about what's happening. I say, "Well, perhaps, you know, somebody to the right of you might be a pedophile, but you'd never be." you know um have the nerve to admit it or the nerve to call out on it but we have to we have to start calling those people out
0: oh definitely gotta gotta say something because when nothing happens when nobody says anything and just allows things to happen it's going to keep on going so it's going to take us to really be the defense force here
10: well you got bosses out there that do you think you'd ever have the nerve to report one of them you know, the people that are in power that all this money, you know, it's going to have to, we're really going to have to start at the very bottom and, you know, just trying to get them out of there because the more that we can expose, you know, the snakes.
0: Oh, right on. Absolutely.
10: Well, I really appreciate you, and uh, more people just need to grow backbone. As far as I'm concerned, as far as in regards to, you know, they, that whole saying, you know, see some, see, see something, to say something. That's really going to have to come to light a lot more than what it's been. Wouldn't you say?
0: I absolutely 100% agree. Because, like I, like I was saying earlier, if nobody says anything, if nobody does anything, these things just keep going on, and there's never any kind of real progress. So. Definitely, if you see something, most certainly say something.
10: Yeah, what what really gives me the creeps half the time is seeing these people Google these kids at Disneyland. I haven't gone there in years, but I used to spend a lot of time there because I lived in Orange and I'm in uh, Riverside County now. But I got out of Orange County because it was just getting way too crazy. Um, but at Disneyland, you just you know we almost need a scanner for some people that walk in there. If you know what I mean, like a peto scanner.
0: Right, yeah, that's crazy. If we
10: only If we could only knew what fits the profile. But, um, you know, what do you feel as far as in regards to Disneyland and everybody supporting Disneyland and knowing what kind of, what happened with, with Disney trying not to, you know, trying to block this movie?
0: Well, I mean, they got a lot of problems that are still coming out and they need to be held accountable completely, 100%.
10: Well, I will let somebody else call in. I don't know if you're getting to the end of your show, but thank you so much for taking my call. And I've been following you for, um, I don't know, probably like, I don't know, has it been four to six years since you've been on here?
0: Wow. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate your support.
10: Yeah. Oh, one last question. Uh, do you Are you familiar with um, Randall K. Taylor, you know, from RKTNN News Network?
0: I'm not sure who that is.
10: Oh, okay. Yeah. He's been kind of missing for a long time. He used to report on the, um, on the border, like every single day. And, um, he was, he was living in Sherman Oaks and then he moved to, um, uh, Michigan and he had had a stroke, but he had a really good channel that he reported every single day, you know, on about the border. And I really do miss him, but I, I didn't know if you, if you knew him or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. Thank you. All you listeners out there. God bless. Thanks for taking my
0: call. Thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Okay. All
10: right. Bye-bye.
0: All right. Great call. Shout out to you guys for being here. You guys are fantastic. Couldn't do it without you. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling. Y'all please hang tight for me. All right. Hold on. The phone lines are blowing up so much. It's crazy. 918, you're not the line. Who am I speaking to?
16: Hey, yo, what's up, dude? It's JB Scott from Oklahoma. How you doing, buddy? It's all good, man. What's happening? Hey, not a lot, dude. I hey, ain't got a busy show tonight, man. Yes, indeed. Yep. All right, well, I want to talk about one thing. Uh, the White House cocaine drama. Okay. This is a big freaking deal. All right, this is huge. This is bigger than anything they're accusing Trump of doing. Right. And this is like, it's like a magic bullet in the Kennedy assassination. It went from here. It went there. It traveled here. You know, the little baggie of Coke went all over the White House. And I mean, it's, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's, it's,
0: it's a now, mess. It's a big mess.
16: Yeah. Now, what it reminded me of was my uh, civics teacher from middle school. great teacher taught me a lot about American history and she taught a lot about the Constitution and you know the Declaration of Independence and the freedom of the press. Now the freedom of the press, they have a responsibility to hold these people accountable, okay? Now there are five words who, what, when, where, why, and they recently added, well, not recently, but they added a sixth one, how? So you got, you got six words that are great for opening questions, open-ended questions, not closed-ended, not yes or no, but whenever you're interviewing someone or asking them questions, you start with those words, and they need to give a good explanation about what's going on and unfortunately the press in the last oh my god ever since trump ran even before them you know they're not doing their job you know abc cbs ms DNC, cnn they're not journalists I mean, they they have not been journalists for a long time which is pathetic so i was thinking you know, and I've been watching like Corrine Jean Pierre, and I mean, just and even Joe Biden just dodge these questions about this cocaine in the White House. So I'll tell you what, man, if I was a White House press secretary, I would get them both in that in that briefing room, and I would lock the doors from the outside, and say, "You guys aren't leaving until you answer these damn questions." Pardon my language, I'm sorry. Like first of all, who the first one? Okay, who knew about this? Like who knew that there was going to be cocaine coming into the White House? What? What is the point of bringing cocaine into the White House? When? When did this all happen? Because we can't trust we can't trust anything they say. So when did this happen? How long has it been there? And then where? like where did they put it why did they put it in this certain area and now you guys are saying that it was down here it was down there it was down over in this area and then why why would someone bring cocaine into the White House okay if you got a a little blow habit yeah why would you bring it into the most secure building in the United States and then lastly how I would ask them, how did this get in the White House, the most secure building in the the United States? And like I said, the doors will be locked on both sides. You're not leaving until you answer these questions. And I want Hunter in here also. Of course. Yeah, this is ridiculous. This is getting so stupid. They're trying their hardest to bury this story. Yeah, but no, we can't let it get buried. It needs to be, it needs to go on and on. I mean, someone's got to be held accountable for this. Yeah, and yeah, that's another question right there from uh, uh, Trichome79. Should it have to be on surveillance? Yeah. Why is it not on surveillance? You know, I don't know. It's getting me fired up, and it's getting me really, really upset that it's been going on for a week now, and we're just getting a run around. This is a bunch of bull crap.
0: Right on, man. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you.
16: Yeah, I'll leave it there, dude. All right, man. Love you, man. Love everybody in the chat. Happy American Pride Month. Right on, man.
0: Thank you for your call. Shout out to my man for the call. Most certainly appreciate him. 773, you don't lie. Who am I speaking
1: to? ABL, thanks for taking my call at your retired Chicago police officer friend. Uh, i quickly just like to comment on the Britney Spears thing. You know, the bodyguard of the basketball player did exactly the right thing, ABL. You know, we're going to hustle you through the, you know, the, the stadium here. And I think it was simply that he didn't recognize that it was Britney Spears. Simple as that. She reached out to tap him on the shoulder, it seems to me. And I put my arm up and we're all walking forward and your hand slapped, you know, slapped yourself in the face, you know, against my arm, which I put up to protect the, my client. And we're going to wherever we were going to, to his car, or to the you know, locker room or whatever he was doing. That happened to uh, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, that people remember. He was at some kind of function or whatever. And some uh, female, white, female, blonde uh, celebrity, She uh, maybe she's a singer or whatever. And Jerry seinfeld's uh, you know, 68 years old. He doesn't recognize that woman. She comes up, oh, Jerry, can I give you a hug? And he said, no. <laughs> and kind of dissed her. Well, I don't know who you are. I I don't recognize, you know, he said later, I don't know who she is. I don't know. I've never heard of her in my life. So it might just be that the guy didn't recognize Britney Spears. And that's not the way you set up a meeting if you are a celebrity. You know, you go to them before he leaves or before he goes out. I'd like to meet him, Britney Spears. And then you go to the star and say, hey, Britney Spears would like to meet you. And he could say, I don't want to meet her or I will meet her. Simple as that. So I didn't think he did anything wrong. Simple. You know, it's a simple thing to me. Now I'd like to talk about the copper shooting the dog. To me, it's all the circumstance, you know, the circumstances you have to take the circumstances, you know, into account. Here's the thing. There are people that have, you know, their dogs get out. They're vicious. They attack little kids. We've seen videos of that. We've seen videos of a male, a mailman, you know, getting her arm ripped, ripped up and all that. So you, you know, you have to have control, uh, control your animals, but things happen. And a lot of times you don't you might be by accident, might be on purpose because people are irresponsible, but it's the circumstances, you know, um, I've been in many of those circumstances as a policeman and it depends on what, what's happening. I, I remember one winter, uh, finding a uh, getting a call of a dog, he was uh, obviously it was a, a pit bull that was used for fighting. He was in a fight by his owner, and his owner, he, the, the dog was all ripped up, gasping for air, couldn't you know, was near death. But the owner, this idiot, didn't put the dog out of his misery, so we had to do that. You know, we shot the dog because the dog was obviously beyond, you know, beyond repair, or beyond help. So in that circumstance, that's, that's what happened to that. And then there's, there's other circumstances that, you know, uh, dogs come up to us, I pet them, and that's it. In that circumstance with that police officer, what I would have did is I would have stayed in my car, I would have pulled my car up to the to the curb or on the sidewalk or whatever i wanted to do into their driveway i would have stayed in the car and i would have told them put your dogs on a leash and then i would get out and handle what i had to handle i don't know if people realize this but every dog bite that comes at least in the city of chicago every dog bite that comes into the hospital you've been bitten by a dog the police are called and we must do a small report it's a small card Uh, Now it's a uh, paper, it's a paper report, but it used to be a smaller card and it's an animal bite card. And we have to make, you know, we have to uh, uh, document that such and such a person was bit by a dog, black dog. This was the breed, if they know what it was, just in case there's a dog running around there biting multiple people. And we send it to animal control and they try to do something about it. If your neighbor's dog gets out and bites your kid, well, you could sue them, but the police are going to be called and I'm going to get, issue you a, a citation that you'll have to go to court and whatever. You, you'll be issued a citation that you uh, that your dog bit somebody. And does it have all the current, uh, you know, tags and everything and shots that it needs or whatnot? And you're going to get a, a citation for that. So it all depends on the situation. Um but shooting that dog, you know, like I said, I'd done search warrants on a, a house where a guy was selling uh, stolen guns, and we did a search warrant. Dog came after us, and that dog was shot and put down. You know, so in that circumstance, I think it's right. But the one with the guy, who knows, that dog might didn't seem that aggressive. But I would have never got out of the car. I would have told them to lock their dogs up uh, beforehand. Anyway, that's my uh, two cents today, uh, ABL, and uh, I'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank
1: you.
0: All right. That will be the last call tonight. You guys have been fantastic as always. I appreciate y'all. If you couldn't get on tonight, I'm sorry, but don't blame me. Blame the white man. You got know how I do. I'll be back live again on Wednesday, of course. Same bat time, same bat place. 8 p.m. Eastern. It's right around right, right now, 11 p.m. Eastern. You guys have been fantastic. If you like what you heard so far, if you like the show tonight, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. This is also a podcast you're listening to right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether they be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Apple iTunes, link for that will be in the description box, or go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. All righty, we got a few super chats right here. I'll get to those, then wrap it on up, put the bow clean on top. Uh, shout out to the mods and everybody for being here, keeping the nice and, the, the chat nice and in check, the trolls and in check. And again, shout out to you guys for watching, retweeting, super chatting, whatever you're doing. I could not do this show without you, all right? So shout out to Anthony McQuay who says, looking forward to another two years. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Been a member for a long time. Thank you to Bina, who says, speak up, spread the message. Don't let them silence us. These kids are our future. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Zedder's Cane Sword for gifting 10 more ABO memberships. I appreciate you. Thank you to Rebel Without a Reason, who says, remember when people went to jail for committing crimes? Now we hope they will be held accountable. You got a good point. You got a very good point there, man. Well, that will be a wrap for me. Thank you all again for joining. And until next time. Y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.